Blog Talk Radio. You know I like my chicken fries. Cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right. And the radio up. up. I like to see the sunrise. See the love in my woman's eyes. Feel the touch of a precious child. No mother's love. Well, I was raised up beneath the shade of a Georgia pine, and that's home, you know, with sweet tea, pecan pie, and homemade wine, where the peaches grow. And my house, it's not much to talk about, but it's filled with love that's grown in southern ground, and a little bit of chicken fries. Cold beer on a Friday night, a pair of jeans that fit just right. And the radio world, I see the love in my woman's eyes, feel the touch of a precious child, no mother's love. And it's funny how it's the simple things in life that mean the most. Not where you live, what you drive, or the price tag on your clothes. There's no dollar sign on a piece of mind, this I've come to know. So if you agree, have a drink with me, raise your glasses for a toast to a little bit of chicken fries. Cold beer on a Friday night, a pair of jeans that fit just right, and a radio Thank God for my life and for the stars and stripes. May freedom forever fly. Let it ring. Salute the ones who died and the ones that gave their lives so we don't have to sacrifice all the things we love, like our chicken fries. Go beer on Friday night, a pair of jeans that fit just right. And a radio world, I see sunrise. See the love in my woman's eyes. Feel the touch of a precious child. No mother's love. You know I love a chicken fry. Cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right. And a radio world, I see sunrise. See the love in my woman's eyes. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the What's Brewing Sports Radio Network Friday night free for all. I am here. You are there. We will be with you for the next few hours. 
partners in crime will be here any minute now. You know, it, it's this is where we start tonight. New York Met fans have gotten to the point of being annoying again. We get it. You finally have an owner that you think is going to spend. You think is going to spend. You think. You think is going to spend. You think is going to spend. Hasn't proven yet that he's going to spend. Second of all, who's running the Mets on a day-to-day basis? It's not going to be Steve Cohen. Is it going to be Sandy? I bet not. Is it going to be Brody Van Wagenen? I bet not. Until the Mets figure out, until the sale goes through, until the owner gets his feet wet, and kudos to him, great job by him, deciding that he is going to bring Met staffers' salary back to pre-COVID levels. Great by him. Kudos to him. Awesome job by him. But he has to get himself acclimated with the day-to-day operations. The sale will go through next week at some point. They just have to, you know... Give him a check. Wonder how you cut that big of a check. So we look at that, and it leads Mets fans to start spending money that they have yet to get spending the money. We have to get Springer. We have to get Bauer. We have to get Rio Muto. They haven't even seen the fact that Rio Muto said he doesn't want to go to New York. His preference is to be not in New York. That's his preference. He's already said it. So if you're a Mets fan, are you just getting yourself ready And building yourself up for something that may not happen. That may not come true. Are you building yourself and getting your hopes up for an off-season that may not be what you want? And are you going to get mad at him, at Sandy, at Brody, at whoever the manager is, for players going, you know, they're not too, they're not too stable there. The manager, you know, 
not a real big fan of Brody Van Wagenen. I don't know who the manager is going to be. Trust me, players think about this. If you are the Mets, I believe your first bit of business under new owner Steve Cohen is manager, is a general manager. General manager first, manager second. Because no general manager that's worth his weight is going to take a team that has a manager already. Because he's already behind the eight ball. Unless they've their previous work experience together. They have to work well together. They have to be on the they have to have the same philosophy. No use in hiring Joe Torrey if you're gonna be extremely analytical. No use in hiring Joe Madden if you're going to be play it by ear. There's no reason to have them to mix them because at one point the GM's going to go, okay, what do we do here? The owner's going to say, okay, well, this isn't working. Good luck on your future endeavors. But before you start worrying about signing JT Riomuto and George Springer, because because you know you're not the only people looking at these guys. Trevor Bauer. Remember that you're not the only teams that are in the market for these players. And Met fans, look at it this way. You are legitimately behind the eight ball because unless you do it now, You make the decision now on manager, on his coaching staff, on the general manager. These guys are going to be gone. You're already behind the eight ball. This thing dragged out so long in the sale to Steve Cohen. Yeah, there was some stuff was it was a foregone conclusion that Steve Cohen was going to get the ownership it almost screams to you that maybe just maybe you should have asked the man Hey, hey, what do you want us to do? Do do you want do you want us to fire Brody? Do you want us to vacate the coaching position? Do you want us with Sandy? 
What do you want us to do? So you can get in here. Hey, we'll hire whoever you want. You're part of it already. You, you can have conversations with us. We can figure out what you want to do. The question becomes for Mets fans is, why didn't this happen? It, it, it's like you are in the process of buying a bar. The previous owner has bought another bar that he's moving on to. Your bar that you were buying is profitable. It, it's it's popular. It's profitable. It's pro. It, it's it's popular. Gets a good crowd. And the sale gets dragged through. One month, two months. Now the original owner's got his other bar, and that's cranking. And hey, you know what? <laughs> You're kind of dragging your feet here. I'm going to kill this business before. It's not good business. It's not ethic, ethically right, but it happens. So now you let them kill your business. Now you got to bring it back. Well, when he moves to someplace that's bigger and it's got whatever, and bells and whistles, and you're like, hey, you know what? Ain't a bad idea here going up to this one. It's closer to the house. Easier parking. We're just going to keep going here. All them people that we liked are gone and they're there now. So, hey, we don't need to be here. You let all the bartenders leave. Hey, the bartenders are the business. Hey, guess what? This is exactly what the Mets are going through right now. Exactly what the Mets are going through right now. Do you have in position an owner, not yet, a GM, a lame duck right now? This isn't even the manager you wanted because that manager got suspended, you know, got fired because of the Astros thing that he was a big part of on multiple teams. And, my, and the guy that bought it was a part owner of the team. You could have reached out to him and said, hey, what do you want us to do? But the Mets didn't do that. So sitting here today saying, oh, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to do this. You got to do first is figure out your baseball operations staff. Who are going to be your baseball operations is it going to be Brody? Then give Brody the reins to do his job. Hey, here's a budget. Get Work within this. Okay, cool. What's Sandy here for? Sandy Alderson hasn't exactly built a winner in years. This whole Mets fiasco is going to be a fiasco for another six months. And Mets fans have their hopes rep. They've gotten their hopes up to the point where it's going to be hysterical to watch the letdown. Yes, the initial letdown of this offseason is going to be hysterical. 
You have five months of enjoying this if you're a Yankee fan. Because I'm going to tell you, they're going to be well run. It's just not going to start tomorrow. You listen to the What's Brewing Sports Radio Network Friday Free For All, only on Block Talk Radio. about Headblade, check us out at headblade.com. I want to give this to the world as as a gift from myself and from Ireland. This is who I am. I am an Irishman. A true Irishman. Proper, proper Irish whiskey. Proper 12. It's in the name. is the district I come from. It's a small suburb in Dublin, Ireland called Crumlin. It's a place dear to my heart. With each bottle and with each case we sell, we are going to give back to the first responders. They are the people who enter the buildings when people are running out. And that's, that's heroic to me. Yeah. 
Welcome back to the Friday Night Free here on What's Brewing Sports Radio Network. George Bruce, phone calls 563-999-3488. If you listen to last week's show when we did our college football picks and a certain team from the land, this land of 10,000 lakes came up, you may remember me saying, bet the house on Michigan, Minnesota stinks, PJ Flex shit's overrated. And it's played out. Said all those things last week. Hey, take Michigan. Take Michigan. Take Michigan. Take Michigan. Took Michigan. One big on Michigan. Take Rutgers. Bet the house on Rutgers. Took Rutgers. Bet the house on Rutgers. One big on Rutgers. So what do we have tonight, kids? We had Friday Night Big Ten, which there's no better Big Ten. No better, no better Big Ten than, than Friday Night Big Ten. It's awesome. It, 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 it's almost as good as Maction. Friday Night Big Ten, awesome. Last week we got Wisconsin only game of the season. Can't play for another week. Their quarter the quarterback who lit it up can't play for fifteen more days. That's pretty much their season. Okay. So that happens. Tonight, row the boat, goes to Maryland, who Maryland last year on a Friday night in October got absolutely flocked. Right, gets absolutely flogged last week, last year. We're terrible last week. Minnesota goes in there, is up 17 points in the fourth quarter. Watches. To his brother, Twiley Tango Viola. Bring them back. Win in overtime. Maryland, not good for the brand, misses an extra point. In overtime. That would tie the game, send it to double overtime. I 
said last week, Minnesota not good this year. Last year was a dream season for them. Everything that P.J. Fleck did worked. Everything. He got game day to Minnesota. They got helped out by James Franklin being a terrible big game coach against Penn State. Helped them out. But you look at what happened tonight, and you go, is Maryland this good? No, they're not. Yeah, but everybody's going to fall in love with Maryland. Here's what's going to happen. Next week, everybody's going to love them. Maryland plays Penn State next week, Ohio State the week after. Home to Michigan State, put a W there, because Michigan State is going to come in last in the Big Ten East. They are. And you know how I know that? Because they already lost the Rutgers. Indiana who I don't think is that great. I think they just played a great game against Penn State at home. Penn State made some big mistakes, turned the ball, had some uh, unbelievably dumb turnovers. If you got Michigan, if you got Rutgers, Indiana at 12 and a half this week, if you listen to me Wednesday night, at 12 and a half, I think you're doing pretty good. Do they beat Rutgers? I don't know. I'd like for them not to. Would I like them to not cover 12 and a half? Absolutely. Now Indiana is playing with expectations. They weren't good running the ball. Greg Schiano teams always stopped the run. Crummy weather. If you've seen the lines go down, there's a reason. Look at Rutgers went out. Then it's Michigan. Then it's home. And it's home to Rutgers. Congratulations, Maryland. You may have three wins this year. You might. You may have two. You may have three. Congratulations. Congratulations. The Big Ten is not helping itself out. Obviously, they weren't going to. The Big Ten did not want to play. Half the Big Ten did not want to play. Maryland's one of those schools that didn't want to play. Now what they got? Oh wow, we got a great game. Here, 
Minnesota allowed 700 yards of offense. 700 yards of offense tonight. Think that was a senior-laden team last year? Seven hundred yards of offense at the start of the fourth quarter. Not even. With seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter, they had a 97.6 win probability. They were at 98 with 250 to go in the third. Got house. Six hundred and seventy five yards of total offense for Maryland tonight. Turn the ball over twice. Won the game. Gave up Maryland now. Gave up thirty one straight points in the second and third quarter. 31 straight points. 31 unanswered points. Maryland scored the last 17 in the fourth quarter to come back. Jake Funk had himself a day. We welcome in a man it needs no introduction here. The one, the only, Daniel Wheeler. Daniel Wheeler, how are you tonight? Yo, who's here? Just me, so far. Wow. Lucky me. Yeah, you know, Derek's going to come fashionably late and take over the show. Well, it's always, it's always a battle between you two. Yeah, but it's a good battle sometimes. Sometimes it's a good battle. Hey, Dan, did you watch the end of the Minnesota Golden Gopher season tonight? Can't say that it was on my list. I was working. I just got off of work, so no. It could have been. I mean, it was Atlanta Falcons bad. They were up 31-28 going into the fourth quarter. 38-21. 17 points by Maryland in the fourth. And then they missed an extra point to send it to um, overtime. Awesome. Yeah, it was. 
And it takes my last week when I said, row the boats over. And no, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. Okay. Well, I don't think Minnesota is on my list of teams that get me all juiced up inside to even comment. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed. Um. <laughs> well, hey, look, anytime, anytime a Big Ten team loses, I'm happy. That's not Penn State. I'm still pissed about last week's Penn State loss. A game they shouldn't have lost, a game they should have never been in the position to lose, a game they should have never been in overtime for. Yeah. Except for the fact that James Franklin's terrible. Um, but... Um, Moving on to baseball. What about baseball? The Chicago White Sox hire Tony La Russa. Yeah, they hired a dinosaur. What could be like the brain scratcher of all brain scratchers, especially with A.J. Hinch, who's a, a very good major league manager, Alex Cora, who's a very good major league manager available. And you make that move. I I just don't understand that move. Hmm. I don't know, bud. Uh, I laughed at Derek about it because Derek loves his White Sox <laughs> and Royals and <laughs> and the Giants and the Mets and oh the oh, the Yankees right that was the team I forgot. Yeah, you have a lot of teams making. Um... Quasi roster moves today. A lot of extensions being picked up and dropped today. Uh, were you as shocked as I was that Troy Morton's option wasn't picked up? This is the first I heard about it. So you had uh, you had he they opted out. Um, they didn't pick up his option. Him and Zanino for the Rays. The Cubs declined well, they the made, mutual. They, I'm sorry. Go ahead. My fault. The Cubs. The Cubs declined the John Lester option, but he hopes to return to the Cubs. Mm-hmm. We all knew uh, Corey Kluber's option was going to be. Turned down. Mike Zanino's option was wasn't was declined, and um, the Indians took thirty million dollars off their payroll by declining the options of Brad Hand, 
Carlos Santana and Domingo Santana? Well, that'll all, that'll all go to one player if they want. Lindor. To. Yeah. And that's if they keep Lindor. Yeah, that's why. That's why I said if they if they want to do that, they might just want to blow it up and. Um, It's amazing how how that team, who makes good money, you would think, plays in a great ballpark, just doesn't want to spend money. Uh, the Yankees didn't pick up Brett Gardner's option, but nobody really saw that coming or saw that he was going to. Yeah. I, you know, funny is, Key, I'm over here. Mr. Brian's born. Good evening, sir. Good evening. How's it going? Man, are you shocked at some of the options that weren't hey, picked up like I am? You're, bre- you're breaking Stand up just a little bit, George. Are, are you shocked at some of the options that weren't picked up, like Charlie Morton's and basically Charlie Talk Morton's? Talk to me about this. Be- you you got to brief me on this a little bit. I've been a lot of Luke today. All right. Yeah. I mean, well, the race... <laughs> Same thing, George. I mean, I, I I just got off of work. I had no idea about that. But um, on you asked me, so I'm going to answer. Okay. Uh, no, no, it doesn't shock me um, because of financials. The Rays are just doing their, their normal little money tinkering uh, stuff. So um, the Rays with catcher, uh, they – they just went through a uh, platoon of guys throughout the years. Um, so they're, they're okay switching catchers for whomever. So that's not a shocker. Um, I guess they just felt really good with the hands they had in their system. And mm-hmm. hopefully they make the step up and save some money financially and, you know, I mean, it, I don't know who said it uh, out of all of us, but somebody did mention that Morton might possibly retire. Uh, so I, I don't, I don't know. He's he's up there in age, so I don't know. I just I, I think it makes sense for what they do. Yeah, you know, like according to. Um... Uh, Eric Neander, Ray's general manager, he had uh, he spoke with both and the doors open. Charlie's been very open about the uncertainty he's a f- in his future and where he's at. I didn't realize Morton was thirty seven. Yeah, he's he's up there. Yeah, he is. Um, 
All right. So, yeah, that's not as big a surprise to me yeah. now. Yeah. I think it was bringing back cheaper. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I, they, they, could, they could bring him back cheaper. That, that might be a possibility. He might he might give a little discount. Who knows? I doubt it, <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll just see what the market says. I get a feeling he's gone. Retirement or no? He'll go. He'll go to another team. I I can see, you know, in in this um in this market, he's gonna have the demand, right? It's not like there's gonna be teams looking for him, even if it's mm-hmm. for a one year deal, because he's ideal. Because it's gonna be a one or two year deal, most. Yeah. You know, teams are gonna love that. Uh, Yankees, <clears throat> you know, might consider that. Um, some other teams might, so I could see that happening. For sure. Yeah, yeah. The Yankees, the Yankees would be a really good fit there. They, uh, they could use that arm. So uh, possibly. I, I mean, it's it's possible he comes back. I mean, it'd be great if he does for Tampa. But you know, I wouldn't be surprised if um, my money is on him leaving Tampa Bay at this point. Yeah, I just um, I just think, like I said, I think Tampa's good with the arms that they got on their roster, and they're uh, in the in the minors. Like, well, we didn't see McKay this year, so maybe they think that he'll be ready to move up to number three or somewhere in the lineup, or they got another mm-hmm. plan too. Who the heck knows? But I think this move was so, uh, mostly financial. Of the reason, mostly financial. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like they don't have guys in the minors that. I mean, that's the great thing with Tampa, is that they have so much depth in the minors, and a lot of it's couple years away from Tommy John and they're just working their way back. Yep. Yep. Um, that has to be their focus. That's how they have to be to be viable that they have to be, you know, on the, you know, just the way the market is. And it works for them. You know, here here's the funny thing, and I, I started the show with this and I want you guys' opinion. Now that the sale of Cohen for the Mets is now officially gone through Mm-hmm. One has to beg the question. If you're the Mets, why didn't you, or if you're, if you're, um, this guy, if you're, um, Steve Cohen, and you were already a part owner mm-hmm. of the team, you already owned part of, you already had a stake in the team, why on God's green earth? Do you not call the wheel ponds and be like, "Look, this is all but done. This is we we know this is going through. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's make some personnel decisions. What are we going to do with Brody? Who's going to be the next manager? What are we going to do with you know with Sandy Alderson? Because legitimately, if he doesn't take over the team till like let's say next Friday, right? Yeah. Because like yes, he, he's technically the owner of the team now, but there's still stuff that has to go through. Like just yeah, sale has to close. Yeah, it takes about ten days or so. Yeah, for right. 
So now if it takes 10 days, you're looking at like Veterans Day when he finally takes over the Mets. Um, Legitimately, it's going to take another, I would think another two to three weeks, maybe a month to get Mm -hmm. all your ducks in a row. At that point, are you firing the manager? Are you firing Brody? Are you firing Alderson? And then with free agency around the corner, what do you do then? A lot of questions unanswered. I mean, I guess the first thing I would consider is what are you going to do with the GM? Because the GM is going to be the one to make manager decisions and personnel decisions. Right, and let that manager decide whether they're going to keep the, the manager or not. I wouldn't, mm-hmm. that's the order I would go in personally. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, the, the Mets, they just, you know, is money really their problem? No. I mean, I think it's just the types of players that they've also decided to keep and the way that they, you know, I mean, I do think the man, I, th- I think that the new owner's going to help, but if they think that's going to fix everything, they're wrong. I think Mets fans are setting themselves up to be very disappointed this offseason. I, I almost just lost well, season. Ago. Okay. The thing is, you know, you're going to, it's going to take time. Like it's not going to happen overnight. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, I don't really, I'm not really privy to the free agents that they have or, or who's available or who's coming through their pipeline in terms of offense. I mean, they have some good young players. I mean, I think the Mets disappointed a little bit this year. I think they could have done better. I don't know how much better. I mean, maybe compete for a playoff spot, but I didn't, I didn't envision the Mets doing much more than that. I mean, I didn't envision. So I would say I think I think the ownership juice will just help maybe just with PR, just with the image of the team. They have to change the culture from the inside out, right? That's what they got to change first, you know. And mm-hmm. I think they could do that this first year. I think that's what I would work on if I was Cohen. I would work on my organizational structure, who, who I'm going to have, change my culture, and then build it from there. It's just not going to happen right now. I don't see the moves. I mean, unless they're going to trade to Grom and get a bunch back and try to change the dynamic of their franchise, I don't, you know, I don't envision. But it's, you know, it could very well help. I mean, I think the Wilpons were done. I mean, that's been a long time overdue move for the Mets fan. Um. Yo, know, and, and here and here's I think the biggest thing. Like, are you if you make this move like tomorrow? Like, you know, it takes a couple of days. Sandy Alderson is Steve Cohen's pick to be the president of the Mets. He's gonna mm-hmm. fire Brody. Who's then gonna fire the manager? If you're a free agent this year. Is this the year to go to New York? And I don't think I, – I honestly think the answer is no. Well, at the end of the day, money's going to talk a little bit too. I mean, it's – I 
it's you know again it, it really the Mets just need to draft better they need to develop better they need especially on offense they've, they've needed for a long time I mean I think they're getting there but I still think the best course of action for the Mets is to make sure they have all that in place and that and then because look, look no further than who won the World Series this year what really changed for the Dodgers was it the fact that the Dodgers spend an incredible amount of money no that's not why they won the World Series they won the World Series because the Dodgers are finally, you know, they have a great system. They brought up Seegers. They brought up all these great arms. They brought up, I mean, the list goes on and on with them, right? And then they incorporated mm-hmm. the money. So it's not just the money that, I mean, it's going to help the Mets. There's, there's no doubt. I think it's, you know, I mean, just from my personal experience, I mean, look at the Bagulas when they decided to go wild spending with the Sabres when they first got the Sabres. Did that help them? No. It didn't. In fact, yeah. they have made it worse in some cases. So they get they got to be, you know, yeah, the enthusiasm was there. It was all exciting. And, oh, yeah, there's going to be a new leaf and everything. And I think it took them some time to figure that out. And I think that's why I paused for this. Just, just let's see how he does first. Just because your heart's in the right place. Yeah, I, I kind of look at it. doesn't mean it's going to work out. I'm not, like, my thing is, it's like, you know, like if you listen to like WFAN and you listen to Mets fans and you just, you know, look at the Twitter and it's like, oh, we have to sign Springer, we have to sign Trevor Bauer, we have to sign JT Riamuto. Well, what owner in baseball has really taken over and spent big money? Yeah, first of all, those guys got to want to go there, too. I mean, there's, there's going to be other teams competing. Yeah, Riamuto's already match. said he doesn't want to. Yeah, I mean, even if it's just you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of teams that are going to be lined up for some of these guys. I mean, you know, San Diego's going to be a player now. I mean, who wouldn't want to go play for that team with all those great young players on that roster and that market and that beautiful stadium mm-hmm. and that beautiful weather? I mean, there's there's I'm just using them as one example, right? You, you, there's many yeah. that that are out there. So, I mean, Yankees are going to have some money to spend too. The Yankees are going to have some changes to make too. I mean. Personally, I mean, not everybody is meant to play for the Yankees. I mean, some players don't like it. Some players do. But, you know, there's, there's just going to be a, a plethora of options. I mean, who would want to play for a 76-year-old manager in Chicago? Oh, wait. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know. <laughs> is Harold Baines coming out of retirement? Is, is Ron Kittle playing DH for the, for the White Sox this year? No, Derek's not, not here to defend. The... Derek's not here to defend his White Sox hire. Well, well, he's, he comes on the chat. He, he, he's trying to get attention to the chat, so but I'm I'm shutting him out now. That's it. Yeah, I got the. I'll call in soon. Oh yeah, but anyway. But you know, I, I guess yeah, I got to look at it. I mean, isn't it crazy that it's Halloween tomorrow and we're in a dead sports time again? Yeah, I, I said that the other night. I mean, usually it's. It's like the hottest time of year right now. You have baseball finish, you have hockey starting, you have basketball starting, you have, you know, the NFL and football, football is rolling. You know, although the NFL and college yeah. football is, is gaining some steam, it's just yeah. lost a little bit of juice with the fans. I mean, it just has. I mean, it's still good. I mean, it's still, 
I still watch it, but it's just not quite that same pitch, you know. Um, but, you know, it's just a different – it's crazy. Right? I mean, we don't even know when the hockey season is going to start again. Sure. Then the um, NBA and the NBAP is at the point where, where the NBPA, whatever the hell they call themselves, they're fine over a start date. Mm-hmm. The players want to start in January. The league wants to start in December. It's. Uh, I, well, I, I think was, it all depends what happens Tuesday night with them. I think that's a big part of what they're going to do. I think yeah, I know. They get the result on I've, Tuesday night. They'll be announcing things on Wednesday with such giddiness. They'll be, they'll be ready to go. I, um, I did read where multiple NHL players are saying that they're not really cool with looking at another bubble. Yeah, but do they really have a choice in some cases? I think playing I think playing 82 games is overly ambitious. No, there's no way they're playing 82 games, nor should they play 82 games. Once the season going to end. No, I mean, I, I go back to... One. I go back to... Fuck, when did I say it? July, I think I said it. Mm-hmm. You start this year on December 15th, you play 60 games. You just play 2021, mm-hmm. 2022. You play a full season. You start that season October 15th. You play a full season, and you have the Olympic break. 2022-2023, you start October 1st and you get a full season. In. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's the only way to do it. I think you have to play 60 this year. Or 62. Or 62, whatever you make it. How about 68? But like this year. the NHL has to be... Yeah, but you have to be off television. You have to be done by July 15th. I I just think playing 68 games is just too overambitious. And hell, how about this one? Play 60, 60 games and have an eight-team play-in round for the last two spots in each conference for the um, for the wild cards. You could. I mean, I just, you know, the thing is, the NHL, the problem is, you know, everybody's all excited about the bubble. Oh, they did a great job. And the NHL's still in good shape. I don't know if they could go through another year like that again. Without without ticket sales, I mean, I'm talking about viability of some of these teams. I just don't know how they're going to do it. Yeah. How are they going to make money? Uh, joining us now is the host of Hard Hits here on Block Talk Radio, the editor and owner of the New York Hockey New York Puck. Derek Felix. Yeah. Something like that. All I had to do was ignore the chat and he's in. 
<laughs> that was it. Simple. Simple as pie. It's just too easy. Oh. I don't know what's going on in the background. Uh, sounds like a train. Do I have to play? Yeah, it kind of does. Do I have to play? Who is it? Cool. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. oh, figured out who it was. It's me. It's Dan. <laughs> who is it? Me? We let train. <laughs> Ride the Trump train. No, it's Dan. He's waiting for you. <laughs> I wanted to wish a happy birthday to our Kevin Panarin. Well, it's really not his birthday anymore. Cause he's oh, no, gluck, 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 gluck. Hey, I have to have a little fun. You know, why not? Get the guys to this, this, this segment sponsored by Fanboy. Get all your fanboy here. You know, I am. I'm, I'm not afraid to admit it. I am. It's about there. time. It's about time. You know what? I was it wrong. It took you long enough. I was wrong. Okay. I, I do like how Derek tweeted it and put it in happy birthday in Russian, too. That's kind of cute. <laughs> Why don't you just here. tag him with such a You know what it is? I'm trying to like repeat myself I'm trying to learn certain expressions, so if they keep typing it out long enough, then I'll be able to remember how to whip people how to get the reference. I uh that's why I did it. So the DM Rose Genya. That's how it's pronounced. So the DM Rose Genya. <laughs> it's Bobby Granger's Guide to the Rangers All over again Yo, Bobby Granger What the hell happened to that guy? <laughs> got got a Dakota DUI <laughs> Did he really? Oh, man I think he did I think he caught a DUI He was such a short guy, man he, he, How the hell did he fit all that beer? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? My, um, my favorite commercial is the one with Yager. And you wear a Pruka. He talks to Pruka, and then Yager says, Oh, he calls you a donkey. Quiet show tonight. So, uh, Van Wheeler quiet. What's new? Dark train right here in the background. I love that train. You know, oh, ready for this one, Derek? I'm ready for anything that As of six years ago, the last time anybody did an interview on him. 
he works for WWE. It's Stanford, Connecticut. Yeah, that's where Stanford yeah. location is. I know. I didn't know he worked for them. I saw the location. That was the first thing that my eyes. The first thing that I done. Oh, fortunate. Hey George. Um, hey George. Brian, yeah. that link is. Oh my God. George, I need to pay. I need to pay the bills here on the thirty second. Okay. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna pay the bills here. Okay. Oh, here Mike Lupica and Howard Cosell for the Daily News. <laughs> What's on your mind these days, Howard? Weighty things, Mike. Changing political currents, summit diplomacy. But most often, Howard. Baseball, Michael, the World Series looms. That means more fans turning to the Daily News. For great coverage and pretty good columns. You're too modest. There are great sports columns in the Daily News, only one of which is yours. Daily News. The one New York paper that's not banned on Twitter right now. Hey, how about Mike Vaccaro has definitely picked up the Mike Lupica job of bashing everything? His calves have gotten way too thin. They're not as good he used to have so much more, like, in his column. Now it's just, like, the only good columns he writes are, like, during the week when somebody's bad. But it's the only time that he writes a column that's worth reading. His Sunday column is He nails it in. He's nailing in a Sunday column. I don't understand why. Because he's such a good writer. Dude, I... I love Dan, but I can't take that Darth Vader shit going on in his side. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, it's like a, it's, well, it sounds like the seven train. It's kind of cool. <laughs> you know what? Too bad we ah, can't damn. Get... He dropped. Aww. Aww, he hung up. He'll call back when he gets into a not bad area. It's, it's too bad. I don't know about that. He may be done. That's sort of horrible, like, a certain former toilet flushing toilet resident about the seven trains uh, to the show because that would be hilarious because he hated hated John Rocker. I'm not getting John Rocker on the show. No, <laughs> no, John Theodorio. He used to live in Queens and he oh despised. Jesus, here he comes. He's not here. He Derek de- brings him up. He despised. Oh, what job he despised it because he would be on that train and he'd have to hear all these Met fans and talk about how great their team was. So he, he just, that's why he despises the Mets. So that's a true story. That is a true story. Yeah, during the days that Derek was a true Met fan. The truth. See, I was the never the a Mets fan. Come on already. This, this, this Mets thing is out of control. Oh no! It's well, we, we, uh, George, I'll, we uh, George, I'll give you a perfect example. George, I'll give you a perfect story. Okay. Okay. I was when I, it was when the Dodgers were in the playoffs, and Derek had this idea that I was rooting for the Dodgers. Okay. I did. When the Mets beat the Dodgers in the playoffs, the second the last pitch was done, Derek sends me a few smiley faces at that exact moment because he was so <laughs> giddy that his Mets. I did. I did. Hey, oh, of course. Because it was just, it was, yeah, because Derek was so giddy about the Mets. There there was a time 
when he was all over the Met Band train. I wonder if he'll be back now, now that they have Steve Cohen. Uh, no, but I did do I did do I did bring the podcast back for the, for the first time, my first podcast in a while, and I talked about Steve Cohen being approved as the Mets uh, owner. I talked about the Yankees starting their off season. I made fun of. I made fun of. Sorry. I made fun of Jerry Reidstorf, and I, I even gave him a Halloween costume since he hired Tony Russo back. Like it was 1985. I did baseball. You love that from, move, and you know like, it. Like, so basically, the first part was baseball. I briefly talked about my disapproval of the Ontario Hockey League, which would just be banned, about the non-checking, and I made my suggestions. And then the second half was all music and a Betty Van Halen tribute, and also other. Oh. You would have, you would have oh. loved. What well, is this a free plug for your show? Is this what this is about? All right, no, Eddie no, Van Halen died. Do you want to? Eddie Van Halen died a month ago. You know he didn't die a month ago. He he died three weeks ago, man. Just over three weeks ago. Come on, you got you got to get your facts right. October sixth, man. October the sixth. Okay. So what, what three weeks. October 30th right now. So it's what? That's 24 days? 25? Yes, more or less. All right, so it's almost a month, okay? You want to round it off? Okay. Go ahead. By the way, did you see who passed away last week? No. No, I can't. I, I can't keep up with all these people I know dearly into okay, my heart. Okay, so uh, apparently... Um, the um, the lead singer for the outfield cast away actually last week. Oh yeah, I did hear about that. Tony Lewis. Tony Lewis. Mm-hmm. I did hear about that. I did hear about that. And you know they had that one hit song. Your love. Your love. Everybody knows. Yeah, it's great. It's a great fucking song. The video is pretty classic too. So I put up a little post about how music keeps losing great people. So I, I put up like a post that nobody read. And Keith Richards and, is still here. And so is Jerry Lee Lewis somehow. I don't understand how. Very weird. Well. Hey. Well, well we're, we're, we're at Richard. that age now. We're, yeah. yeah. Little Richard passed away. Kenny Rogers. There's going to be a lot more because we're at that age now where there was just a lot more musicians and a lot more people that we knew in the spotlight. I mean, 150,000 people die a day in the world. So it's going to happen. I mean, I'm not trying to be the Grim Reaper here, but no, no, no. You know, you're that. right. You know what's crazy, though, Brian? Like the lead singer, uh, what's her name? Fredrickson. I can't think of her first name. For Roxette, she lost her cancer battle last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie Buddy. It's been a year since Eddie Buddy passed away. Um, you had that lead singer for the Cranberries. It's almost three years. It's going to be three years next year. I mean, so she has like a... Wait, she died? Buffer. She took off for almost three years. Yeah, she had a cancer also. She battled the cancer. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. Yeah, man. She was only 40, like six, man. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to like some of their songs. Their songs were pretty cool. Definitely different sounding. 
Um, you have to. Do you have to. Do you have to? That it linger. You know what I'm bummed about right now? You know what I'm bummed about? What's up, and I didn't buddy? do my all my homework because I thought this game was tomorrow. I had a one of my college football plays of the weekend, and it's playing right now. It is. Oh, and it was a, it was it was a Madison special. Oh, God. It was under un, it was under sixty and a half on Hawaii and Wyoming because the winds whip it up go up big time. It's ten seven mm-hmm. in the third quarter. Um. Hold on, I, I just can I take my victory lap from last week, by the way. About Whatever what? you need to do, you can do it. About about how two point conversions um, mysteriously were scored in Indiana and they didn't they shouldn't have counted? Or what, what kind of no, mysterious well, uh okay. No, 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 no. Can I take my victory <laughs> lap from last week, please? Yes. Uh Minnesota take Michigan over Minnesota. Yep. Oh, that's right. Did take you did have that. Can I take yeah. my victory lap right now? Three and zero in my picks last week. Good yeah, job. Alabama minus twenty one. You had uh, North Carolina minus fifteen and a half, which Madison vehemently disagreed with me on. And by the also, way, oh, because, by the way, thank you, so Brian. Um, what? <laughs> thank you. You know what? You you know what? And by the way, do you know what you and I subtly called last week, George? We called Rutgers covering last week against uh, Michigan. Oh, I State. did. I hammered Rutgers big last week. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Now they were. I, I hammered Rutgers oh, big last week. When you guys yeah. hey, up, look, I thought it was see ball, get ball. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'm telling you. But I'm going to tell you this. Do, do you I'll make give you one of my best? Do you make? Weekend. Let me guess. Did I already here? Hold on. Before you say, it, can I send you mm-hmm. my picks, and can you tell me if I'm on it? Okay. All right. By the way, Derek, me Where and Brian were talking text? about. Yeah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna screenshot and send it to you. I'm I'm listening. We were talking about last week of taking five, like everybody throwing in a couple bucks. And uh, it up, George. Throwing because I just burped. Um, throwing in a couple units every week and taking our best play of the weekend and doing a parlay with it. You know what? That sounds like fun. Let's That's one of them, George. I like that. Which one? On the first one or the second one? Because both. Interesting. All right. Why not? Because Brian made me money last week. <laughs> you know, I like the second one better than the first one. Yeah. I like the second one better than the first one because I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure how. Now I'm going to give you another one. Okay. Okay. To piggyback off Rutgers, mm-hmm. I really like Michigan State plus twenty-four and a half over Michigan. I think that's an overreaction spread. I think Michigan State had seven. They had an awful game last week. This is yeah. a rivalry game. I think Michigan State. Now I'm not saying Michigan State's going to win, but I think 24 and a half is a gift for Michigan State. I really like the points there. I, I, Michigan, I, State, Michigan will win maybe by like 14. Yeah, you know, they're not going to win by 24 and a half. No way. I don't like 
Um, I really don't like Michigan State this year. No, no, I okay. agree with you. They're not your typical Michigan and, State, but I still think they'll cover this line. It is a big line. There's a lot of big lines. Like, oh, by the way, congratulations mm-hmm. if you were to have, I don't know, taken Maryland over Minnesota tonight. Oh, yes, that was another good one tonight. Because Minnesota's dead. D-E-D, dead. Nice spelling. Dead. Thank you. I had that all – I was all – remember, that that was actually the victory lap I wanted to take for Ooh. proclaiming row, that the boat in the row of the boat is the Titanic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. And how you lose that game tonight? You're up 18. You're up 17 fucking points in the third, fourth quarter. You, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, PJ. <laughs> <laughs> Your hokey bullshit is over. That's right. I'm sorry. I, I just I, there was something about that team last year I didn't like, and guess what? It's still there this year. I still don't like them. I knew last week them giving points to fucking Michigan was such a shoot. If you didn't take Michigan last week and you bet on that game, you're an idiot. They were pretty good, too. That was one that, you know. Whoa. Yeah. I like that. That's like a drum. No, I was just banging a pen on. I'm sorry, Derek. I was just banging a pen on the table. <laughs> Joining us on the show is Rob Davis. Rob Davis, how are you? Oh, no, I was just trying to get Derek all excited, like all giddy. Oh, Rob's on the show. Rob's on the show. You know what? You know what? You know what? Rob would have done. He would have just went. All right, bro. Here yep. you go. These are my. Here are my bets so far this week. Okay, what do you got? I got let's see. Pittsburgh money line over Baltimore. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not feeling both? that one, George. But that we'll go head to head on that interesting. one. But I, I All right. I say this. I like Baltimore but not enough to bet it. Let's just put it that way. Um, it's gonna be tight. Tennessee, Tennessee minus seven. All right, so here that here's my straight game. These are my straight bets. Okay. Pittsburgh money line, and the Titans on the Titans on the number. Ooh, there's something fishy about that number to me. There is, What's but the that, that but that line's moved this week. It's moved it's towards my, Tennessee. It, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's it's Tennessee minus seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay. seven now. I, I thought it was. Where are you going up okay. against Cincinnati? Cincinnati. Oh, Cincinnati's you know, been, you know what? been a tough team against the spread this year. They've been. They have been. They have been. But, but I don't like the, that match. I don't. Think, I don't think that that goes match up against them. So that's my take no, on it. Look, I, I think if you have like individual defensive players this week and and. And you have them. Like, I think Jadavian Clowney may actually decapitate Joe Burrow this week. 
you know what? Mm-hmm. That defense is pretty tough. This could be yeah, could be one of those weeks for Joe Burrow because he's played well. Mm-hmm. Then I got uh, so I, then I have. So I got then I got a Tennessee and Pittsburgh parlay. Okay. On the numbers. Right. Uh, Lions, Bills, Titans, Raiders, Chiefs, Niners, all on the money line. Go under yeah. Buffalo, New England, please. Yeah. Uh, dude, that that line's moved too much to even touch. Have you heard? Have uh, you heard what the wind speed's supposed to be on Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember several years ago when the Bills played the Pats and the Bill the Pages won fourteen nothing, and the winds were fifty miles an hour? Mm-hmm. And do you remember? Yeah. What I remember most is we, Rob and I were talking about this. Where Ryan Lundell kicked a field goal and it went like it was going through the, through your plates and it just veered left so far it was like, <laughs> and then it was fourth and goal from the ten, and the Bills mm-hmm. had the ball and they ran the ball on fourth and goal <laughs> from the ten. It just still didn't pass the ball. <laughs> it's just so bad. I, mean, I don't know if it's going to be that bad, but. What is the over under in that game now? It's got to be really low now. I think it's down to forty. Yeah, it's moved. It, know, it, it, it is moved down this week. Let me see. Yeah, because that that weather's supposed to be nasty. That's why uh, it's, it's now that's the, forty and a half. Buffalo is a four point favorite. That's about right. Um, I would say. I'm sure. I'm shocked we're talking gambling and Madison's not here yet. She's probably just talking. She's in another dimension, I guess. What can I tell you? I don't know what's going on there, but uh... so it's gonna be 49 cloudy periods of rain, becoming windy in the afternoon, snow mixing in late. 49 degrees, wind southwest at 20 to 30 miles an hour. Chance of rain 100 percent. Ooh, it's supposed to rain snow you know at night, what? low of twenty nine. Isn't the total? Didn't the total like drop? Like like almost the total has dropped too. Yes, because yeah. Just, am I right about that? It's like forty one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see a lot of points being scored. So, it's based on how all these teams have played, and the fact that the weather. You mentioned the weather being bad. No, it's the weather. Yeah. If the if the weather was normal, that's going over. It's just the yeah, weather's well, going to be you know a what? problem. But the weather is not. The weather is going to be a factor, so it's not going to go over. Not. You know, you're yeah, going to go and, over. How about that? You know, and here's the thing. You got um, no Edelman, no Nikhil Harry. No Mike uh, Hyde. No Micah no, Hyde. No, maybe no, no Josh Brown. Norman. Oh, that's a good thing. <laughs> um, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I get what you mean. Matt Milano. Uh, Stefan Gilmore didn't practice today. Put his house on the market. What do you think about that? Put his house on the market. You know, it's funny. I just saw somebody tweet. I think it was Jason Smith who uh, – yeah, from uh, mm-hmm. Fox Sports Radio. Patriots this year remind me of LeBron James of last year. Year one of LeBron, he tried it for a while, so the Lakers were a little were in a tail team, and he took the year as load maintenance to prep for this year. Pat's doing the same thing. Came in to compete, so it's not happening. So now looking forward to 2021. I, I've said that for a week now. 
You did say that. You called that. Yeah, but, you know, are they going to be able to turn that switch on so fast like they think they can with the way the AFC is going right now? Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, there's people legitimately picking the Patriots in this game. I think they're fucking morons. Uh, I think that's possible because the Bills Bills have not proven they could stop the run. But here's the and thing, though. The, the Patriots haven't the proven run, that they can. And they can't yeah, but, run. You know what, but though, Brian, the Patriots I haven't proven don't. they can run yet. I just don't think the Patriots are a good yeah, but if Cam, who, who's, who's, their, who's their quarterback this week? If they By were. the second half, it'll be Jared Stidham. <laughs> so Newton is playing this week, right? Newton's playing this week, yeah. He's, He's going to run for 100 yards this week. No way. No, he's – Brian, there's that? no way. If you – if, if I don't if, see it, man. Look, if they if the Bills don't play ten in the box this week against the Patriots, they don't deserve to win anything. Damn right. Well, the weather might dictate that, but you know, but the no. but the flip side is Brian. the Bills. The okay, Bills so the Bills haven't been able to run on anybody this year. They can't run. Yeah, they'll, they'll run on the Patriots. Uh, they, you know what? They, the Bills played some teams that are ranked pretty low against the run, and they couldn't do anything against them either. Here, hold on. I'll now, they Ready are getting back They are, a little tidbit. They are supposed to be getting back John Feliciano, who is probably their best run-blocking offensive lineman. supposed to be back this week. But supposed to be. And how effective is he going to be? Okay. Well, I'll give you this one. Here are the Patriot wide receivers this week. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Rob Davis, Derek Felix, Dan Wheeler. (laughs) (laughs) What? What is going on? Come on, I'm not a wide receiver. No, I'm a tight end. Oh, that was kind of crazy. Anyway. Here, here, here's their wide. Re- this is legitimately the wide receivers they have listed this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Gunnar Oshel, Gunnar Oshevsky, Jacoby Myers, okay. Matthew Slater, Demir Bird, Bristol Myers. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, I'm, that's the I'm, Patriots. I'm that's who the, the Patriots are lining up to play wide receiver in an NFL game. Why is the line moving towards New England now? I, because people Maybe are horny for Cam. I don't know. Buffalo has not been scored. People are expecting Cam. Yeah, there's New England. And the fact that nah. they're you know, yeah, the Bills, you know what? The Bills, the Bills, the Bills had Bills, three, four hiccups last the week. They should have scored 35 in the sleep. I'm not worried Bills about that. The Bills have four wins against, like, the Patriots, like, 2000 and something. I don't know. Tom Brady's not walking out of that tunnel. Tom Brady's not walking out of that tunnel. You know what, though? Robert and Cowboys not walking out of that tunnel. Teddy Bruschi's not walking out of that tunnel. Again, you know what? You want to hear are, are you, you ready to hear the height of the Patriot wide receiver? Whoever listens to the show, take the Buffalo Bills, take the Buffalo Bills, and you'll win. Guaranteed. Mm, I, I don't think it's. I don't think, I think this is a game that I would that have even better the other. I would. You I would really just, don't. No. I wouldn't because listen, listen. It it's pretty unless you're the Jets, okay. It's pretty rare that a professional football team plays three horrible games in a row. And I don't envision New England playing 
that. I I think. Listen, just 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 think it's about awesome. this game for a second, okay? Now, let's just. I'm going to dig a little deeper. I'm going to go look at the Patriots from a non-George point of view, okay? And and, and what I mean is, okay, if 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 the Patriots win this game, okay, they're three and four. They still got the Jets twice, okay. They still got mm. Houston. They still got the Bills. Don't play the Jets anymore, okay. the The, the Bills will be five and three, and the Patriots will be three and four. And if the Pats sweep the Bills at the end of the year, this division could get pretty interesting at the end of the season. If the if the Bills win this game, right, I would tend to think that the Bills will finish at an angle this year, but. It's not a guarantee, but you know you don't even. This is this is a game, you know. And with two starting in Miami, do you see Miami winning more than eight games? No. So would you say if the oh. Bills win this weekend, they clinch the division? Pretty much. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. If they work. don't, it's wide open again. So it, it's you know it's it's a you know and but knows this right and listen I don't care. Belichick's not in a t- – he's not going to tank. I, I just don't see it. It's not how he's wound. They're, they're going to try to win this week. Oh, now, I, I think the Patriots still have Baltimore. They still have Arizona. But they got those teams at home, right? They still but, got – No, Brian, I think they are. Had I, the look. Chargers, had the Rams. Oh, yeah, the schedule's actually not that great. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> Except but, see, but here's the thing, though. But here, here's the other thing with New England, though. That, and this is where I say the white flag's being waved. Anybody see that Julian Edelman went for a knee procedure this week? I did. You you, you think that he's having that knee procedure this week? If they're yeah, well here's the yeah. Well, listen, two? I think let, let let me preface this, okay? I think the bill. Let, let me give you an example. When the Bills were in their seven and nine days and six and ten days, those kind of things used to happen to them too. Why? Because players are going to say, "Why am I going to sacrifice for a blah team? I'm just going to shut it down for the season." Where mm-hmm. in the past, if the Patriots were now, like George said, if they're six and one, then maybe Edelman tries to get through it. He tries to nurse it. Tries to, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. it, like, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to allude to, this isn't some kind of incredible scheme that Bill Belichick's coming up with. This is just a team that's, for the first time in eons, is struggling, and maybe they're going to think about just some of their players going to say, ah, you know what, just let me wait for 2021. And, and let's not forget, you, know, you also had eight players on defense opt out this year. That is true. Right? Like, here, the tallest wide receiver that they're going to line up on Saturday, on Sunday, is Jacoby Myers, mm-hmm. who was who was mm-hmm. good and serviceable last year with Tom Brady throwing the football. Yep. He's the tallest one they have mm-hmm. at 6'2". 5'9". Yeah. God damn if they line up Matt Slater out for a fucking pass this week. I'm going to fucking shit. Gunnar Oshetsky, yeah, Jacoby Myers, Demir Bird. I mean, we're not Wait, exactly. By the way, the Patriots it. are second. Hold, hold, hold on, George. Do you know the Patriots are second in the NFL in rushing the ball? One hundred seventy-nine yeah, yards because, a game. Yeah, that's because of like the first three weeks they haven't been able to run the ball since. That's, that's is it because of who a, they played, or is it, no? Is it's it because, because of? It's because their offensive line went to shit. Everybody got hurt. What a shock. Are they coming back? They now? can't throw the ball. No, they did. Look, Cam Newton in the first two weeks, I think, ran for 200. Like, between, they need to get back to that running game they had early in the season 
they get nothing out of their tight ends. So you don't your, your tight ends not even a decoy anymore. They're like, oh, let him. Who would like, ever, ever thought we'd say? Whoever thought we'd say the Patriots get nothing out of their tight ends? <laughs> I, I think you would have. Right. I mean, outside of the that, outside mm. of the Gronk years, though, you really never did. Uh, you had what's his name? He was pretty good. Um, ben Watson was that the guy? He wasn't good. He was pretty decent. He was pretty decent. He wasn't great. I I would definitely. I mean, I wouldn't write home about. You know what I mean? He was decent. He 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 reminded me a lot of Howard Cross. Mm -hmm. God only knows why they give that fucking guy gloves. (laughs) He's good for a couple catches. Yeah. You know. But, yeah. like, look, they have no wide receivers. Mm-hmm. You know, Edelman was a was a decoy. He had that great game against Seattle. You know, it was funny. We were talking the other mm-hmm. night. Could you imagine how bad we'd be making fun of the Patriots right now if they listened to the pundits saying how they have to give Cam Newton a contract extension after the Seattle game. Oh, the, vic- the victory lap by the liberal sports media after that? Because you know, why we know people, why it was, why do it was so do that? unbelievable. Because they wanted uh, to be proven right. Uh, oh, we told New England to do this. We told you you couldn't go into the season with Jared Stinkbomb. We told you this. You have to get Cam Newton. Why? Because... God damn it, if we don't have Cam Newton with a job. Here's a reason why Cam Newton didn't get a job until the 4th of July. It wasn't because Carolina cut him late. <laughs> it was because he's got a fucking top gun arm. I'd rather have Chad Pennington playing right now. What happened to his arm? It's the shoulder, isn't it? It's the surgery. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Cause he's got a cannon of an arm, man. I mean, he, you know, he. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, did it? Hold on. Does New England have any quarter, any wide receivers on their practice squad? Oh, Isaiah Zuber. He's going to get far up this week. Mm. Jesus yeah. Christ! This is going to be embarrassing. I'm not even watching the game Sunday. I'd rather watch the Giants. Oh, the Giants are going to be playing <laughs> oh, Sunday. So I don't even get to watch night. the Giants. So you no, you, you know what, George? No, you know what? Of... No, back, back, back up a second, Derek. Derek, Come on. back me on this, okay? George sees six titles in 20 years. I'm 3-31 and 31 <laughs> against the Patriots. You give me this moment, George. I've been waiting a long you time. You can have this all moment right? all you, you want. Watch that I'm game. not watching. You, you sit down. No, you sit down with your popcorn or whatever. you got to watch your, your sub. And you watch that game by 1 o'clock on Sunday. Not it's watching. my command. No, you're I'm not watching. watching. I'd rather oh, watch... Watching. Oh, I'm not watching I guarantee that game. you, I'll, Derek. I'll I put that game on the head. Ten nothing New England. When it's ten nothing New England in the third quarter, George will message me. Oh, I know. <laughs> no, man, I'm not Derek. I don't do that shit. No, you can't. What are you talking way. about? It's 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 all right. <laughs> I, I I don't watch any football. What are you talking no, about? Let me let me let me tell you the best story from the Derek Felix past, George. Okay. Oh no. This is my favorite one. Okay. This is one of my favorites. The Bills make the playoffs for the first time in 17 years, and they play Jacksonville, okay? I'm at a Bills bar, okay? There's about 100 people there. 
when Jalen Ramsey picked off Nathan, Nathan Peterman to end the game, even before yeah. the replay, Derek and Justin are pounding my phone with calls. They are just, hello, oh, I figured. hello. Like, they're dying to talk. They're, like, dying to get on the phone. I already know it. They got to hear my pain right on the spot. Are you What's okay, that? Brian? Are you oh, feeling yeah. okay? You know what? I'm not, I'm not even going to bother defending it because I, I just Listen, feel like I'll, every I'll time we talk the about these every time it comes Brian, up. Every time Brian tells these stories, they're so distorted. Uh, well, I'm not gonna... Here's another good one. Here's another good Wait, one. What else is on? What else is on Fav- at 1 o'clock favorite? on Sunday? Here's another there's good a lot one. Back in 2000. Games. I know there's a lot of good games on Sunday at 1. George. George, George, you are watching this game, and I'm going to encourage you to do it. Because I've I'm been putting up with your shenanigans. Oh, no. Mine? Oh, no, 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 no. How is it my shenanigans? I never do that. Wait, because, no, you'll be a pink hat. I will label you yeah. a Patriots. I will That's label you a Patriots pink hat if you don't watch some of that game on Sunday. Oh, right. my God. So what, if I just, what if I just pull a Derek <laughs> Felix and just listen to the game with Scott Zolak and Bob Sochi on the That's Patriots fine. radio network? That's acceptable. Okay. Yeah, do That's acceptable. that. That's, acceptable. That, that That's what I'm going to do. That your own oh, because program. you know what? There you go. That's bad. You turn it off. All right. I do something. Here, hold on. I'm telling you, when, you it's, when it's when it's 23-10 New England in the fourth, and you're feeling oh, I'm be a rush for the title again, of course you are. <laughs> you I'll be all over it then. I'll be turning off the fucking red zone at that point. Hi, this is Bob Sosie, the voice of the Patriots, and you're listening to the What's Ruining Sports Radio Network. Nice. Hi, Dan. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Derek, there's a bunch uh, more. Here, Derek. Got... Yes. Here, Derek, I got a better one for you. Hi, folks. I've just spent a delightful time chatting with George Brew on his What's Brewing show. Boy, this guy asks great questions. He's fun to talk to. Just wonderful to listen to him and to hear what he has to say. And you'll enjoy it, too. So make sure to listen to What's Brewing with George Brew. You'll find that it's a time of your life. How much did you have to pay that guy to say that? Nothing. <laughs> uh, Good job. Wait a second. Yes. I don't even know who that was. It's just like, oh, hold on. Yes, you do. You know who that it's is. It's a no-hitter, a perfect game for Don Larson. Yogi Berra runs out, leaps in his arms. He's swarmed by his teammates. Listen to this crowd roar. I you don't know who that is? Now? I can't yeah, right now. You don't, Bob Wolf? Oh, it, it is. Let's eat Bob Wolf. Okay. Excellent. Let's Bob Wolf. <laughs> Wow. Well, good for you, Dan. Thank you. Good for you. That's excellent. Dan, do, Dan doesn't yeah. sound like he's in a wind tunnel anymore. That's always a great thing. No. Yeah. So what it, what it is is I guess whenever my uh, Bluetooth is on in my car and I'm driving, mm-hmm. it must pick up the sound from mm-hmm. that. So I guess. We figured out our dilemma, but I hung up because I was I needed I needed to go get some fucking food and I was kind of I was hangry. Angry? Hangry? Yeah, I was hungry and angry that my phone wasn't working for the show. Yeah, yeah. I tell you that. 
here is the one o'clock game that I'm looking forward to most. No, you know what? No, you're only watching Indy, one game. Detroit. <laughs> no, you know what, George? Listen, to me. I said I'm looking forward will, to it. No, I, I, I want to be very. I want to be very. Oh come on! You know I'm going to watch okay. the Patriots, Brian. George, you will be. I will call you the biggest Brian. Patriot. The biggest Patriot pink hat. I'm going to buy you a Patriot pink hat if you don't watch this game on Sunday. You I'm know I'm going to watch three it. Three I've been three thirty-one against your team the last seventeen years. You're watching this game on Sunday. Oh, you know I'm going to watch it. Thirty-five and four over the last thirty-nine. I know. All right, you know counting. I you know. George, George, yeah. You could. You know what I would do? Watch the first like first part of the first quarter. See how the first four possessions are, and if it's really yeah. bad, go to the radio. Go to the radio. <laughs> oh, I go to the radio anyway. I'd rather listen to Solak okay. and Sochi anyway. <laughs> okay. That, that's my here, advice. Here, because, yeah. Derek, this is what's going to happen. Cam Newton's going to throw a bad interception, and Zolak's going to go ape shit. It, 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 it's, yeah. it's becoming like – or something stupid will happen, and Zolak will lose his shit. It, it just, it, it's just what, we, just what happens now. Well, just remember, George. Brady's in the gun. Bolt into his left. He's got the who man on the right wing with Dobson to the right. Collie and Tompkins left. Brady throws it to the end zone for Kenbrell. Tompkins leaping. He's got it. Touchdown. Kenbrell Tompkins. Brady's back. That's your quarterback. Hold up the building. Unicorn. Still pony. Where's the beef? This is what you get listening to Scott Zolak. You know what? That was I liked it. I like the I like the energy. Oh, that was seven years ago. That game against the Saints. Oh jeez. That was like seven years ago. That was that was some game. I'll never forget that game. That was some fucking ending to a football game. That was pretty cool. <laughs> um, ah, shit. Uh, let's see. Cobb EMC. Where the fuck is this? So, uh, Cobb County, Georgia. says that Tropical Storm Zeta is the, officially the most destructive storm we've seen in 82 years. In their 82-year history. Is that right? Is that right? That's what Cobb... It's uh, it's on the Twitter, uh, Cobb EMC. So it's... Uh, wow. Oh, it's an electric company down in Cobb County, Georgia. Well, you better read the signs, respect the law and order, because you'll be serving hard time. You'll be serving hard time. You know, the big boss man will make you walk the line. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, <laughs> come on, as soon as you hear Cobb County, Georgia, don't you think of the big boss man? Oh, I love the big boss man. Or is, or is, um, or is uh, Bobby the Brain Heenum used to call him the big bosom man? 
Derek likes to likes the big boss man now because he's dead. Derek likes uh, all no. dead people. No, <laughs> I wish he was actually. I wish he was still alive there. Uh, I'm actually sad that he's not around. So, uh, whatever. He had well, a, he's he not had the a big boss anymore. He's the big dead man. No, oh. never say that. <laughs> never say that. <laughs> I just said That's that. That's terrible. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to depress me? <laughs> oh man. Discovery. Yeah, we should have like a train horn on this show just for when it goes off the tracks and just play it. Be like, hey, here's your warning. Um So yeah, Dan, Brian Brian's been trying to convince me to watch the Patriots on Sunday. I basically have said I'm not going <laughs> to, but I, you know I'm going so to. Convincing. No, you're right. You know, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna fucking you... hate my life watching it. No, I, I just know. No, then when they rediscover themselves, we're gonna we're gonna hear. I know. I, I already know I what's actually, gonna happen. I actually can relate to his pain. So, but make no mistake. I'm giving him a no break. Mistake, guys, there 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 are people on this line. I'm telling you right now. Oh, they are itching for a nice New England win on Sunday. Oh, you know it. Because it will I am? get those juices going. <laughs> oh, it's plural. Oh, it's plural. You really believe that? Do you really believe that? That is the question that I'm asking. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, the Oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say oh. <laughs> Dan, I, I hate to say this to you, but um <laughs> I'm not gonna say that I didn't Go pretty big on Atlanta last night. That's okay. I had a bad feeling about that game. For you know what? I, I did. I had a great feeling about that game. No, I mean, no, I like Atlanta too. I, oh, called that. He didn't. He just said that the Falcons don't lose to the Panthers twice, and he just felt good about that game for some reason. He called it. And you know what? The Falcons should be three at all since they got rid of that idiot coach. You know what? I go, I go back, and this is the first time we've done a show together since like the Penn State thing, right? And like, and the Todd Gurley touchdown. Oh, isn't that crazy? How that's so similar. <laughs> like, and here's the funny thing, and it's like the you know, like we did the show the other night with Kevin Cash and his decision, right? I'll, I'll start here with this, one. Mm-hmm. and I. Because we now know what the what the finals were in those games, they look terrible that he scored. Yeah. Especially with Todd Gurley when he was with the Rams. He was really good at stopping on the one-yard line. Yep. I really think after he broke the tackle, his momentum was carrying him in the end zone regardless. Brian Gurley. The kid from Penn State, he was so shocked that he got through that line so fucking easy that he couldn't decelerate fast enough. But Pro, yeah, yeah it's, hard. it's hard to turn. Let me. I let hard to him. All right. I let me ask you a question, George. And I'm not gonna lie. I was screaming when he got into the end zone. I was like, "Here's my backdoor cover." <laughs> George, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Not to turn yeah. this into a Penn State show. All right. I, I use the word but a lot with Franklin. 
I like Franklin, but what is right, the we're here in, in these close games? What, what is what is the deal with Franklin in these really close games and some of the oddest decisions? You, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I, I like him, but you know what I mean? That's kind of how makes I feel. Great recruiter. All right, Brian. Yes. Are you ready for, are you ready for this stat? Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this stat? Dan, are you ready, ready. for this stat? This could be like one of like with Julian Edelman out of the lineup this week. Sunday will be the first time the Patriots play a game without Tom Brady or Julian Edelman since December twenty eighth, two thousand and eight. Wow! <laughs> wow! And that's not saying Edelman's an Iron Man. Because Edelman's been hurt. <laughs> yes, that is true. That's a good point. Yeah, so it's not like you know, and Brady was out for a year too. But that yeah, was the Brady, year he was that, out. I think, right? That was Matt Castle's final okay. start with New England. Wow! Oh my goodness, that's crazy. And that's eleven years of the NFL is an eternity. So, if you really want to think about this. The Patriots will not have number 11 or 12 on the field or on the sideline playing for the first time since 1994. 1993. I'm sorry. 1993. They'll not have what again? Can you repeat that again? They won't have number 11 or number 12 playing or on the side, like active Mm -hmm. since like 1990, oh, maybe not, because Bledsoe didn't play in that playoff game in 97 or 98, and it was Olek. Well, Drew, Drew so, was like, like, 93? 93. Yeah. I think so. But then there was like, there was like a couple games where Zolak played because Drew got hurt at the end of, I think it was 97. Oh, the only saving grace is that Zolak's going to be there. <laughs> But legitimately, be, 11 or 12. This is going to feel this is going to feel weird this game. Usually I'm used to get ready for Brady or Belt, you know what I mean, or Gronk or yep. or you know what I mean, or the refs or you know or Ray Brady Gronk and the refs or Brady Gronk and the refs. Yeah, I, I, it's a vicious cycle. I just keep it's like the like the windshield, you know, it's like the washing machine. Right? So it's a, it's a little different this time. I gotta reinvigorate there. Can I play soundbite? Oh, Derek left. The I room. have. I'm still here. All right, I'm Got gonna, it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rejuvenate Derek. You ready? It's only 28 seconds. It's, it's, it's a tradition. And now the players will pick it up and bring it back. Oh, what a hit by Campbell! Holy mackerel! Campbell stepped into his check in the blue line. Now they're all chasing after Campbell. Brian Campbell leveled his check at the blue line. Now that was Umberger, and he had his head down big time, and Brian Campbell ran over him like a greyhound bus. Brian. Still one of the most stunning hits I've ever seen in any hockey game my entire life. 
because it came from Brian Campbell. The broadcasters <laughs> for Versus or whatever it was called then, they were pretty they fired had, off. They had, the oh, they had a great call, too. They did. They did. Yes. They did. Yeah, they that. did. And, and then they zoomed in on Umberger. If you watch the video, these and Umberger just looked like he was like almost dead. Like he was like, oh, you know, he was like motionless. It was pretty crazy. It was kind of scary. That pretty that pretty much finished his career, even though he's still playing. It's a shame. He was a good player. Yeah, he was he was a good player too. Um, well, that that was that was another great move by the Rangers. The Rangers had Umberger. They traded for Umberger's brace. They had him try out, and they said, but they decided like, oh, we're not going to sign him. Oh. Now, now I did it, George. Now I got him going about our jam burger. Oh boy! Um, how the, uh, How do you? That, that, that was back when the Rangers were just retards. They just, oh, we'll, we'll trade for the guy's rights. Oh, we won't sign him. We don't like that. Okay. Hold on. Sorry. Um, so there's right. some Woj got- bombs. This one's kind of old. Mike D'Antoni and Ime Udaka are finalizing deals to become assistant coaches under the Nets. To Kyrie and all right, did yeah. did um Kyrie sign off on that? Is it is it Kevin Durant the head coach now? I thought he was the coach. Yeah, I thought he was there. Um, right, but are they gonna are they gonna have to answer to social issues and social justice and BLM and decide how that happened? That's my one question about that move. Okay. Oh, man. Because I thought it was almost a federal offense to hire a white coach in the NBA nowadays. Well, he's Canadian, so he doesn't really count. Um, no, he, oh, no, he, I love, no, he had to answer. I love oh, no, no, no. But he had to know, answer you know big time at that conference. Yeah. Right. Well. That's a good, I like that move, adding D'Antoni to that staff. All right. Okay, and then uh, the uh-huh. NBA fears that a January start to the season could cost the league up to one billion in revenue losses. I I root for it. Hey, let them lose as much as possible. What do I care? The NBA oh, players just. Oh, here's the best part. The NBA Players Association has now pushed back. Um, they extended the deadline to serve notice on terminating the CBA. The extension goes to November 6th now. Come on. We all know why they extended it that far out. November 6th? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Derek, are you I'm ready? Still, I'm still trying to figure out how there is the return of the no. podcast, but he does fucking 17 a week. Well, Brian, <laughs> actually, I think I only do like like four shows a week, but I decided to add the podcast just to be separate. I'm going to do two podcasts a week and, you know, about four oh, shows, shit. four shows a night, four shows, four, four nights. I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, Wyoming, Hawaii, 17-7. Um, oh, I missed the boat. I missed the boat on that. Good job. Oh, that was such Ryan. an easy under. Started. 
I know, but yeah. I know, but I said it late. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. I didn't get it in in time. But I have my five star play of the year to reveal. I'm so shocked she hasn't called in yet. I mean, how else am I supposed to get my nap in show listening to the Fab Five, uh, fucking nine, or whatever the fuck she calls it? Wow. I think she called it the Fab Four and Football College, and the Fab and the Fab Five and the MFL. Is that what is that what it is? All I know is it's my fucking time to take a nap. Until she you know what? That wakes me up from it. Should I text her? No, dear Christ, no. I'll text her and see if she's alive. But, dear Christ, don't do that. (laughs) There's not enough Red Bull in my house to get me through that segment. Okay. (laughs) You know, I got some wine. wine. Derek, can I tell you, I bet against her and win. Oh, my God. Wow. Like last weekend. That NC State pick, I fucking hammered North Carolina. I hammered them like I actually liked the school. That's how I'm ready to reveal it. That's how you know that, they, that somebody has a gambling problem. When they when they take like they pick make an irrational pick because they're still upset after they lost. Of the team that they took the week before. That's how you know. And I've seen some. No, I don't need. You know what's oh, funny? Yeah. Like, I, like I'm sure. Like we've talked about this, and this isn't like talking out of school. If she was here, I'd say the same thing. If I could get a word in edgewise. Um. Like it's great to make those bets. And it's great to talk about your hits, but as we heard yesterday from 5 to 6 on WFAN, when you don't talk about what you lost is when you have the problem. Yeah. We heard a very different side of Craig Carton yesterday. Oh, my God, dude. He was phenomenal. He was phenomenal yesterday. I'd love to have him back on the air. If that's the person that he'll be and the person that he becomes, God willing for himself and for his family and for his four kids, then I I will give him a second chance and God bless him. I just hope that he could stay away. I'll tell you, I never didn't. You know what the funny thing is? I never, I, I actually liked him better after he was humbled. When he was doing that um, that, the internet that show, show with, that YouTube show. That show with, yeah, he had that show with that hot blonde and somebody else. Yes. Else was on that show. I All know right. what you're talking about. Yeah. Dude, I love them. I like Carton. They did. I like Carton because studio. all the libs hate him. They did it from a studio, too, and like somewhere in the city, if I remember correctly. They did. All right, so are we doing your your spine? Are we going to do that, or you want to wait until the start of the 1 o'clock hour? Um, well, I'm not going to stay all night tonight, 
So I okay. am not going to be able to make it yeah. to the show. Yeah. But. All right. Go ahead. The five-star play of the year has has arrived. Okay. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. This team has an excellent ground game. Can do it through the air. Solid defense. Good culture. Good team. And I'm going to tell you right now, empty your wallets. Go to your credit unions. Go to your bank. Do what you got to do. Take out a loan. Go to your loan shark if you have to. Make it a four-digit play. I'm going to tell you right now. Good offensive line. Excellent receivers. Good tight ends. This is the five-star. Are you guys ready for this? Mm-hmm. Wait a second. I'm not quite ready for this yet. And and here, in, if the interrupted oh. ninja does not step in, because I know he's, done, he's dying to I do think it. The, I think before you do this, we need to do something. I got the production. Is the game in Buffalo? I got the production coming up for you. Is Are you ready? Buffalo? Yes. Ah, uh, that's not going to work. Okay, let's, yeah. let's move on. Okay, so is the game, uh, you know, is the game in Cincinnati? Is it in Buffalo? Is it New York? Is it Miami? Is it Kansas City? How about it's all of them? Odd Shark currently has it at plus 145. $5,000 or more. Donald J. Trump to win the election on Tuesday over Joseph Biden is your five-star lock of the year that you put out for the next five years. (laughs) And you know, you got to love Derek. He has to interrupt. He just has to No, that was me. No, that, that was me. Oh, it's still uh, one of you two. You're <laughs> you just, both peas you in a pod got, tonight. You just, got, you just got played from both sides. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had a. Oh, you know, yep. it probably should be on the switchboard anyway <laughs> at some point. All right, Jay so we're going. Jay. All right, so we're doing this now, Bry. Um, so. My my college picks because I guess we're doing a show tomorrow night at some point. Um, oh boy! Here's my college picks. Mm-hmm. Every week on this show, you hear how Navy's going to cover a spread, how Navy's going to do this. <laughs> SMU minus thirteen and a half. Put it on the books. <laughs> at three thirty. Oh, that's great. At SHI Stadium on the banks of the old Rara 10. Chris Carden, Chris, Car- Chris Carden, Chris Carlin, Ray Lucas, and Eric Legrand on the call. The Scarlet Knights of Rutgers covers the 10 and the 10. That's gone down from 12 and a half. Somebody tell me something's yeah, up there. Even 13. Even 13. It was 13 and a half to open. It's down to 10. Rutgers. 
I had to do it. I had to do that one. I'm Give sorry, another... but you know, George. I, I, you know, George. Speaking of that, Indiana did not. I, I walked away thinking. I, I don't think they're that good. I, I think it's. I don't think I, I, good I, either. I, I, I think if Penn State doesn't turn the ball over three times, they, they don't even come oh, close in that game. That, Clifford Clifford made a pass in that game. I still can't believe he made it. I mean, it was just yeah. so bad. I mean, it's like it was awful. But anyway, continue. Um, I got to figure out what other one I want to hit. What other one I would hit? Mm-hmm. I gave you one of my college ones. Yeah. I gave you Michigan State plus twenty four and a half over Michigan. That's actually gone up. That started at twenty three and a half. Oh, that's just given. That's just beautiful. Um, for no other reason than they were good to McAfee. Cincinnati minus six and a half. I what got is BC for you? What is BC and Clemson now? What has that gone down BC to? BC and Clemson is well, isn't it, it's twenty five? I think that's what I'm seeing now. It, it had to go down twenty four. Without without Lawrence, it's had to go down. Yeah. I got another funky spread for you. A ranked team. It's down to twenty four and, and a half. half point underdog. I got a ranked team who's a five and a half point underdog on the road. And I'm picking the team that's a five and a half point favorite, and that team's not ranked. Dan Wheeler will be happy with this one. Give me West Virginia minus five and a half over Kansas State. Ooh. Well, <laughs> is McAfee <laughs> kicking for him all of a sudden? <laughs> you just, um, yeah. I, I have a theory when I see a unranked team that's a favorite like that of a ranked team. Thou shall give it me sounds, a ranked it, team. It sounds like a game West Virginia would win. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. and um, let's see. Here's my last one. I'm not touching Notre Dame because I think that line's too high. Oh, Iowa mm-hmm. covering Iowa by a field goal covers that. I actually half. do like that too. Mm-hmm. That's a decent one too. Do we want to do NFL picks? Well, <laughs> I have one more for you. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, George. Ohio State minus ten and a half over Penn State. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, I was going to put them in I'm there. I'm not but feeling it. I, I'm not. Let me put this way: I wouldn't go crazy on it, but I like it. I like them enough to win by two touchdowns, probably. If there were a hundred and ten thousand of your closest friends at that game tomorrow yes. night, yes, and it was yes. the whiteout yes. like yes. it was supposed to be, yes, yes, no way Penn State yes. covers that. No, Penn State <laughs> and these games, I just look losing journey. Like here's the thing: like people don't even talk about. They lost Journey Brown last, what, Tuesday or Wednesday. Yep. That ends the streak of having really good running backs. Um, They're still trying to find the wide receiver that's, you know, I mean, Dotson's going to be good. Him and Clifford are together. Yeah, Yeah, he's got got Baby Gronk, and he's got Fryermuth. 
Um, mm-hmm. Fryermuth looks like an idiot for staying now. Ah, Fryermuth's still going to be a high pick of the draft, though. He's still going to be a high pick, but he looks like an idiot for staying. Um, especially I want, the if they... I want the Bills to take Fryermuth. <laughs> I I, I I'm telling you, I. I honestly, yeah. if I'm the Giants, from the Giants, I would move me, back. Yep, yep. I would move back, grab some extra picks, and take him. Wait, I'm gonna waken Dan. Dan, I want the Bills to take a tight end in the first round next year. <laughs> What's new? <laughs> What's brewing? Um, Brian likes his big round tight end. <laughs> That's what she said. I'm actually, I, Derek. I am actually surprised she didn't call in tonight. George is really missing this call. I, think, I, I really I think am because do it. I, yeah, I kind of missed my nap. Um, I don't know about that. Maybe there's something more to it. <laughs> he, he likes he likes the picks. He, he takes notes. I, and, I yeah, do because I got to make money tomorrow. <laughs> Dan, you should start listening to her and then take the opposite. No, I would go mm-hmm. against me all weekend this weekend. I, there's no way I keep up my streak. I do have a nice pick in the NFL, though, for Sunday. Okay, go. I really like the Raiders over the Browns quite a bit, actually. I do, too. I, I think the Browns are 5-2, and two, but look who they won against. I mean, they beat four. I think they're – I'll tell you, that is a team that is better without Odell Beckham. That, well, that remains to be seen, but I would agree with you on that. Yes. No, I, I don't think it needs to be seen. I, I think there's enough body of work there with Baker to show that that's mm-hmm. not needs to be seen. Yeah, you know, I think what I'm the reason why I like the Raiders is not so much a slap against the Browns. I just think the Raiders are better than people think, and they've been a little wishy-washy oh. this year. But I think they bounce back this week. They play a good game away. So here's my problem with that game. The Raiders are traveling east. It's going to be dog shit weather conditions. Uh, That's okay. We got we got Jacobs. He's going to bounce back this week. Yeah, that's that's the part of it that scares me. I, I just think I think Oakland can't stop the run. Obvious, obvious by the way the Patriots ran all over him to the point that like Rex Burkhead looked like a fucking viable NFL running back. Um, well, he will this week too. <laughs> Are they getting Sonny Michelle back? Because they get Michelle back, I don't know. and ha- like if they can have Michelle back, I- I'd almost go pistol if I'm the Patriots. All right, um, here's my NFL. I- I've already said it. I like Pittsburgh this week. Um, mind you, I am outside of my parlays, which I start to get ridiculous with and just go too big. Uh, I was 4-0 last week in the NFL picks, so kudos for me. Oh, George. Like Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, right. hey, it's see the hammer green. Um, um, but I like Pittsburgh this week. I like Cleveland this week. I like... Detroit this week. Yes, I agree with oh, you on that. Over Indy. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't understand how the Rams Miami is a three and a half point threat. Don't. I don't get fucking 
Well, let me rams all that. Question. Let me ask you a question though. How much were they yeah. really getting out of Fitzpatrick? Enough more than they're going to get out of Tua. Maybe. Oh, I can look speaking, here. Here's yeah. Well, speaking. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Speaking of Tua, we were talking about the uh, Maryland game. I just mm-hmm. realized that his brother That's his brother. is the starting quarterback. Yep. That's wild, huh? 400 yards passing, five touchdowns. How about Minnesota's row the How about Minnesota's row the boat defense tonight gave up 675 fucking yards. The motherfucking defense was the Titanic after it hit the fucking iceberg. I hate Minnesota, especially after the last. I do too. Penn State game. So uh, <laughs> still annoying me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I I get the Rams there. I would go Tennessee on that number. Mm-hmm. And I remember at one point this week, Philly and Dallas was a pick 'em, or it wasn't even listed. Now it's eleven. That scares me. That would scare me away from betting on that game. What's the spread? Oh, it's now eleven. Who's favored by eleven? Oh, Philly's favored by eleven. If you can oh, get, Cowboys. yeah, if you can get the Cowboys at eleven, and pray that the Red Rifle plays, that may be your best bet. If you can, be, if no, if you can get that, here, here, here's my thinking on that. That's a Sunday night game. If you bet with a online sports book. And you do that game, and you have a cash-out feature. At 6.30, the inactives come out. At 6.30, if he's, in an, if he's inactive, you just fucking pull, you cash out the bet, even if you lose 30, you know, lose 2% of it. But 11, hmm. with the Red Rifle playing, Philly stinks. That 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 to me is intriguing. Derek, what do you think? Dallas, Dan? Dallas is awful though. Dallas what, is what awful, Dan? but yeah, but Philly can't stop the run. I mean, Daniel Jones is Wait still running. Wait a second. You think the Eagles are gonna lose? No, what I'm saying, saying. I'm saying. Okay. Dallas plus 11 right now. No. Dallas can cover that. If I don't think they can. But again. I think they're at the complete tank, and I don't even think they'll score 10 points. If the red rifle plays, you think they're going in the tank? If, if the red rifle gets cleared and can play. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's That's what I'm saying. There's an outside chance that he can play. That came from, I think, Pelissaro or Rapsheet. This, is this like, what did this come? This came today, yesterday, or what? I heard it on McAfee today. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you play it, it would be more interesting. 
Are you shocked that the CDC is saying there's the most deaths we've had in COVID all of a sudden on Friday night before the election? No. No. I think they've been Mm-mm. holding this data back. Mm. No. There's a, Give me the name. There's a sharp, there's a sharp increase in cases right now. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, are they reporting them late, or are they actually happening now? No, they are happening. I can are they? Because there's a number of schools that are closed right now out here. I can By design? That. No, there's no fix here, Brian. People are stupid. Oh. People, as soon as as soon as the weather as soon as the weather got a little bit cooler and it was 60s and 70s degree temperatures, people just started going out from parks. They didn't wear any masks. They didn't social distance. They just roar. But if you're outside, crazy. Derek, you don't well, have to wear a fucking mask. About the mask. You're, always, you're always going crazy about the mask. You ain't wearing masks. You ain't wearing masks. So, well, you got your wish. But, but, but no, one thing, no, those masks. The couple of no, I went to the park. No, no, wait a second. The couple of times when I went to the park and saw all these people together, I stayed away from people. But they've already said that social. Di- Dude, they were talking about it on Rogan the other day. Rogan was talking about it. I don't know. Social distancing doesn't work. The masks don't work because people don't wash their fucking hands. I don't hands. believe that. Well, well, you don't yeah, believe what? Of course. The CDC said that the masks don't work. And what, the, what, the, what the hell are we doing? Why are we wearing masks? I don't understand. Like, what? Uh, because I, I 3M is being delayed. I think I think there is a virus for sure. I'm not. I just think there they're is. delaying their results. I'm not shocked. We're going to see. I would be surprised if five million cases come out on Monday. Dude, but you're I mean, they're going to blunt that thing like crazy. Right. This is not going to go away. This is, not, this is nothing to do with you. I'm not it's saying that it is. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the reporting, so, the questionable reporting at this exact moment. Are we oh, shocked well. that this is happening? Of course, it's going to um, happen now. You know what? It will happen. So, but again, we knew this was coming. We knew this was going to be like flu. We knew this second wave was coming. The second wave came at, during the Spanish flu epidemic of 1919. The only problem is that nobody was around, and they didn't keep great fucking um, records to show us that it was coming. No yeah. pandemic. By June, this whole thing will be over. Because that because pandemics run themselves out in eighteen months, it happens. This is it's it, it's the fucking circle of life. Fucking Rafiki's fucking got Simba. Yes, the bubonic plague lasted eighteen months. There's no fucking difference. The thing is, is at some point, everybody either a has all had it and they've built up herd immunity. Which nobody wants to fucking believe in, but herd immunity is the fucking way to go. Two, if you want to stop the deaths, keep fucking people that are vulnerable. Tell them, hey, you got to wear a mask. You got to fucking wash your hands. If you wash your hands and don't touch your fucking eyes and put your fingers in your mouth like your fucking grummy little kids, you will be fine. I washed. I mean, I have sanitizer. Derek, I, I mean, I was around eight, eight, ten thousand people every fucking day and didn't get it at work. Let me tell you something. Do you know how unsanitary people are? I'm yes, I do. Like, I see it every day. I go to Ranger Games. I go to. I mean, I, I see people go to the bathroom. They don't even wash their hands. They don't fucking do anything. It's, it's just disgusting. It's disgusting how people live here. Disgusting. You know, and, he, and and here's the other thing. 
Why is the stock market hitting the shit? Because all of Wall Street has to bank fucking Biden because of all their fucking workers. Oh, God. Wow. Uh, Okay? That's why. They have been told to do it. And we know that Biden's going to shut everything down. And that's what they're afraid Uh, of. Oh, the stock market really took a tumble, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it did. It was the worst week since since March. Yeah, but then why is the GDP up thirty three percent? I'm I'm a little confused on this. Because people went uh, back to work. Yes. And all the and all the big sell offs were in in techs. Here here's what it was. It was it was a sell off in in tech stocks. It's worried. That Biden may actually fucking win, and it's um, and, and it's the not, not virus numbers going up. But again, we test the most, so of course we're going to have the most cases. It, 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 that's just what it is. Like, if you look at right. Europe as a whole, if you look at Europe as if it was America. We aren't even close. They're so they're they're fucking doing laps around us. We're st- we're like standing still and they're fucking going down fucking front stre- stretch at fucking Daytona in a in a twenty car pack. Yeah, but like they lie about the numbers there. That's why it's like it's like yeah, that's we test. Here. Yeah, but we're not according to Derek, as he votes for JFK. <sighs> hey, at least at least I put a ballot in, man. I got my ballot in. I don't really want to talk to you about that. I'm close to banning you for like for a long time, but you I'll let it be. I'll just wait. Just wait till 2024. If I'm telling you, if Don loses. Oh, and by the way, we're declining again. We're already going, starting to. We're starting to go down again. As far as what the virus number of cases? Oh, well, not all. There was four hundred eleven worldwide. There was four hundred eleven thousand cases today. Yesterday there was five hundred forty-eight thousand cases. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm but, not. By the way. Do you, are you ready to hear what state has the most cases going on right now? Florida. Illinois. Oh, I thought it was Florida. I guess not. Caught, caught watching MSNBC. What? I don't watch any of those news channels. No. What's wrong oh, with you? Through day 228 of the shutdown, Illinois is at 400,000 cases. They have never even had decline there. They just fucking they're up and up and up and up. They're, look, they're a very poorly run state, so uh, I guess I shouldn't be shocked by it. Mm-hmm. Not. That's sad. There was 89 confirmed cases in Ocean County today, 1,900 in New Jersey today, 90,000 in America today. 
Yeah. Uh, let's see. Texas had Texas is almost at a million confirmed cases. Florida is third at eight hundred thousand. Uh, more people live there. New York's still at five hundred thousand. Yeah, 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 you know, we'll, we'll just make up California's shit as we go along. California's oh. nine hundred twenty-eight thousand. Still paling in comparison to New York's thirty-three thousand. <laughs> Considering California has almost forty million people. <laughs> oh, but then everybody likes to talk about the great job. Yeah, and, and I bet you if you looked at, and, and I bet you if you looked at California's case map, I guarantee you that the majority of cases are San Francisco and fucking L.A. Guaranteed. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll see. That would make sense because, like, they're overcrowded. And they're so much, I mean, L.A. – can I give you guys perspective? You know, LA and, Ar- L.A. and Orange County combined has more people in the state of New York, period, including New York City, five boroughs, Long Island, and New York State. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just talking about a decent sliver – of the state, they have as many people as in entire state of New York. There's like, about 12 million people in LA County. Everybody... There's about five million people in Orange County. 17 million. I I still love how everybody goes. Well, look at New Zealand. In New Zealand shut down the borders completely. It's the size of New Jersey. Dude, it's it, they got yeah. it's a it's an island. I mean, what do you expect? Taiwan, yeah. where John is. I mean, of course they're gonna of course they're gonna have an easy. I mean, no offense to him, but come on. I mean, no, it, but it's just if this. Can we so fucking stupid? Be honest about something. Yeah. And I know this is not. I, I don't want to sound insensitive, but maybe our diversity hurt us on this on this issue. What I mean is, because we have people from so many places around the world, they do so much traveling, they go all over the place. You know that it may have hurt us. In this instance, I'm not saying it hurts us in general. I'm talking about this instance. I think it's – I think the biggest problem is here is that you have so many people who live – who are landlocked and live – in high-rise apartment buildings, who live in multi-unit apartment buildings, like if you like, this is why Europe's going up. Like Europe kills us because everybody lives on top of each other. Yep. I, I mean, just look at this. If you were to just take, so the U.S. has 9 million cases of coronavirus, according to Johns Hopkins, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Russia, France, Spain, the U.K., just start taking, like, oh. European countries, put 50 of Put them all together because it's the same, about the same size of land as America is. Mm-hmm. Tell me who's fucking got more cases now. But they don't well, want to say that. They don't want to say, oh, look point, at the EU. Because yeah. I want. Two, 2% of the U.S. citizens have corona, according to that. About. 
up two percent. Yeah. Yeah. How many have recovered? How many have had it and didn't even know they had it? Yep. I mean, like, and here, like, even this thing with like, not to get political, but even this thing with the early voting. Yeah, you're shattering records because people don't have to wait to vote now because they can't vote. So you're making all these. Do you know how many? I bet you the same yeah. amount of people. I bet you the same amount of people that voted in 2016 vote this year. I bet. I guarantee it. And it's even Probably easier because you don't have to go in there and somebody may see that you voted for. Who you voted for. Derek must have got his pick Sorry, in Brian. quick. JFK, you know, just JFK. one person line. I could have written. I could have written. How many cases today. are they reporting in China? You want to know the validity uh, of these numbers? Ninety-one thousand three hundred thirty-nine. Yeah, I go. Come it. on. Uh. Well. John says that they're lying about what's going on in uh in in uh where does he live again? Taiwan? Mhm. He says that people they're hiding the evidence. People are flying in, they're sick. Uh they're lying. Uh, you have any cases they're reporting in Taiwan? I don't know. Five hundred and fifty four. Yeah, they're lying. They're lying about it. Mm-hmm. Because some of these other countries are just not honest. They're not honest. Uh, they should be. But, but they're not. But again, if you go back, right, and you look at H1N1, right, which was the last thing, oh, yeah. right, oh, that started bad. here, we were on top of it in like a nanosecond, it didn't spread. The problem with this was this fucking started in China and it had four months before it fucking got here. And it got throughout the entire world. And nobody was ready for it because they wouldn't let anybody fucking in. Yeah. Every death worldwide, the people should be allowed to sue the Chinese government for fucking murder. And all the people who, you know, we shall see. Gents, I hate to go, but I gotta bid you farewell. Good evening. I'm signing off. All right, George. Okay. You'll be hearing from me. Yes, Thanks sir. for the show. It was great as always. You're welcome, buddy. All right, gentlemen. We'll do it again. Good evening. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Um, are we getting off of here? Or no? I mean, are we getting off of coronavirus and politics and all that shit? Are we actually getting back to talking sports? We could go back to talking sports. We got we got a few we got right. minutes. So, I mean, why not? We got a half an hour or something. We got an hour and a half uh, actually. Do we really? Wow. Yeah, I can I can what do three-hour shows. What happened to Daniel? Dan, you still here? Fall asleep. Yes. 
Oh, there. But you you are the whole time you were here. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, speechless right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I knew he was here the whole time. I was just hoping that my fucking Facebook fucking messenger fucking alert didn't go off. Um, you know, a lot of times when I host the shows, I make sure like I shut off the volume for that, or I even have to mute the group mute the group that we're in, so, uh, so, that, so that I don't start getting all those messages. Oh my god! Not even the messages. Um. I actually fucking yeah. think I left their chat last night. You did, you did. Or, uh, I did, right? Did. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I was kind of mocking you. I was like, he exited stage left. <laughs> I did. I Dude, I, I did. I just, I just had to. No, I was no like lot. half. A, no, you know what it was? I was like half asleep. I had an MRI this morning, and then. You know, the mistaken phone call. Like, I didn't realize, like, I had my alarm on so I could get up this morning. So you must have got all these messages and you're thinking of us. Oh, oh, my God. It's like fucking, it it sounded like fucking shooting BBs at a fucking thing. It was like ping, ping, ping. Do you want to know? Ping, ping. Do you want to know what you can do if you're still, if if, Oh, I know what I I know what I can do. I just didn't want to do it. You could even exit stage left like you did. Yeah. Or you can ignore the group. If you ignore the group, then the group just disappears. I didn't know how to do that. I was just, I was so pissed last night. My wife like grabbed the phone. Or you and was just like, or you could mute it, it and until you turn it back on. So which yeah, is what I, I usually yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, I know. But my wife was. I also had to listen to the podcast last night, and that wasn't happening. I understand. You got to understand something here, Derek. I ain't getting yelled at for you guys. <laughs> Fuck you all. I love you, but no. Yeah, it, it's fucking stupid. Like, even if, like, you start looking like, um, like, I've looked at, like, the Earth Cam and, like, seen the Western Wall in, in Israel. There's fucking people out there with tons of them. Japan only had 100,000 cases. Here's my favorite. Brian was right. Um, where the fuck is China? China's got such a fucking low number. It's not even funny. Mm. Uh, but no, I'm not even. I'm not even kidding though. Start looking at like China, ninety-one thousand fucking cases. Fuck them. That's bullshit. That's that's such a disgusting country. Fucking, uh, it's such a fucking lie. Like what? North Korea is probably still at seven. What? How many have they had? Uh, Shocking thing was Fiji had thirty-four. Fiji having 34 I, is fucking scary. I stopped looking like at like the total for like each country. I just I, I just tuned yeah. it out because it was just like because I know I know better than to than to than to just put so much emphasis on that. It's like it's depressing enough anyway. You know that's not all honest. So. Yeah, you know, and, and it's funny. Like even if you start looking at like just like where the hotspots are, it's like oh okay, but no, but seriously, like look at like all of Europe. And go, and just put all of Europe together. It it it's it, like legitimately like my NASCAR fucking analogy works because they fuck they blow us out of the water. Yeah. So like, um, basically, I look at the daily. I just 
did a little search here on the Google thing to, mm-hmm. for the virus. And, you know, it shows, like, the big spike that it was, like, you know, in the spring and then and then how flattened it became. And, and there's a little bit of a shift. It's just a little bit of a shift up in the past, like, month. But here's the thing. Like, yeah. I, you know, once again – you know, this isn't this is a sports podcast, whatever. But like, if you start looking at the following factors, one, you will never be able to tell me that this thing came over the dirty bomb and dropped on the New York City subway. Two, when you were making declarations back in March and April, the science really wasn't there yet to tell you if you were telling the truth. You were just being hopefully optimistic. It wasn't until fucking mid-April. It was like, oh, you should probably wear a mask in New Jersey. Like I Easter. can't hear where you just said. You all right there? No, I said, like, yeah, can you hear me now? Come, you're coming to choppy. Fuck. Must be my internet. Um, but, like, if you really think about it, like, New Jersey didn't have to start wearing masks until Easter. Like, so. Yeah, like, like nobody, think, that's the whole thing. They didn't make, like, the masks mandatory even here until until a while. And then they started to, like, they started to, like, lighten up on that. And now every mm-hmm. place you go, you, you have to have it on if you go into place. So, and that's, like, I'll mm-hmm. out of it. And, I mean, it's cooler out, whatever. It's a little easier. It's not that hard to wear a freaking mask. So, whatever. It's really not. It, it's it, it's no, really fine. not. But like, I mean, if I, if, I, I, I could, if I could wear a mask in a hospital bed because I had a really bad anxiety attack, I went to the ER for five hours. Then you could, then, any, then I guess you could wear a mask if you have to. Um, <laughs> Dude, 
don't get me started on block talk, but where you guys are calling in, and like I'm like, what the hell's wrong with my? I knew something was wrong. I should have just, I should have just disconnected that because because there, there was something wrong with the audio. I knew there was something wrong the other night. No, that's all right. Um, you know, it's nine years, I think, like almost to the day that Eric Legrand returned to the Rutgers football field. That's wild. Like the, the game of snow where they where he like let the team out of the snow. That was nine years ago. How about a choppy ago? It's doing it again. Um, by the way, it's okay. It's not your fault. Uh, eight years, I know it isn't. Actually, now you're coming in better. Eight years almost to the day that we got hit by Hurricane Sandy and like yeah. I, the only reason I knew this because like I wrote like this poem because I took a ride with my dad look at the damage because we happen to live in an elevated area mm. and we went we drove by like where we used to live and I was devastated by it so I wrote like a poem and I was like wow it's eight years already it's crazy yeah it was eight years ago what Thursday yeah Twenty eighth, twenty ninth. It came, it came off, it came on my Facebook memory. I was like, "What? Wow!" So I was reading it, and I was just like, "Whoa, it's crazy." That and I just remember, guy. like, I remember taking all these photos and just, just feeling like really depressed. When you took this ride, and it was just really tough to look at. Yeah. My dad knew someone that he officiated with that, well, let's just put it this way. He he, he and his kid, his older kid, didn't want to, they didn't want to leave the basement of their house. They were by, like, the beach or water, and guess what? Well, they, no, they, actually, they weren't by the beach. They, they, were, they were by Oakwood. Well, they didn't make it. The basement? Yeah. And it got overflowed. Got overflowed. Like the like the famous cement? Uh, yeah, only a lot sadder and more tragic and depressing than that basement. Yeah. A real basement. Uh, you know what, what the amazing thing was is like I went down to um, like the morning out like maybe like midday the next day and it was like I went down like just like the waterfront Jersey City and I was like holy I, I couldn't believe the destruction that it caused yeah yeah it was like uh, like I it did so much damage to the Jersey Shore I remember I'll see mm-hmm. photos and stuff, and I'm just thinking of Oh my god, there was like inlets where there weren't inlets before. It was like it was insanity. Yeah. So it's like where like we used to live on Staten Island was like right by the beach, off Highland Boulevard, and mm-hmm. so we went to the old block, and then we drove down near the shore, and I saw boats boats that usually are like spots supposed to be with and they were like they were like all just like yeah <laughs> it was crazy 
It was crazy. But Stan's like, probably yeah. sitting there laughing like, you fucking New Yorkers. You get one goddamn hurricane, all you're doing is pitching and moaning about it. No, no I'm not. I'm, <laughs> well, we're not. We're not. We're just. We're just. No, I know. About, we're just. Yeah, we're not. It's just. And, you know, Dan. Dan is probably. Very, uh, Colin and you're very familiar with this kind of stuff, except even worse. So, and I can't imagine what it must, what what that, what the experience, what kind of experience that could be like. I think it's like Just one of those know. things. Like, like I think like California lives in, you know, constant fear that tomorrow, like the earth's going to shake and everybody's going to die. Like, yeah. like the Midwest, like gets to the point where it's like, oh, it's tornado season. Fuck, we can die tomorrow. Like up in like the Northeast, it's like we're relatively, you know, like we really don't get weather phenomena that is like, it's gonna kill us tonight, you know. But fuck, when we yeah. do get shit, goddamn, <laughs> I take fucking. I'll take a hurricane over a nor'easter any day of the week. I, you know what? I, I hate to agree, but yeah. And it's like, as long as you're not like in a very, in, in an area where it's not as elevated, otherwise you better evacuate and get the frig out of there. You better listen to what they tell you in terms of the evacuation areas. Because if you don't, well, you know, you, you know what, though, I think that's, like, part of the problem, too. It's, like, even with, like, wearing a mask. Like, I don't care how many fucking celebrities tell you to wear a fucking mask. People are just so tired of being told what to fucking do that it's just, all right, whatever. You know you what mean I mean? Like, like just, I think that's you mean, like, you mean, like, Justin Turner? Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, but, like, but even, like, Justin Turner, like, Look, they want a world. I have. They yeah, want a world series. I understand to an extent. Like I get why he went back on the field, even though they told him like not to. Fuck, like, dude, you're thinking. If you're gonna do that, just just put the mask on, man. Put the mask on. That's the only thing I would say. Because it looks bad. Yeah. It, but, like, even with saying that, though, too, it's like, bro, you, you're not going to you, – people are tired of being told what to do. Well, yeah, because like, It's so amazing. Like, everybody. people are tired no, of being told what to do, but yet they want the government to fucking hold their hand and tell them to do everything. Yeah, it's like – you know what it is? It's mind control. I hate it. I don't – I hate mind control. It's just like – you don't – like, thing. yeah, I mean, it's like – it's like, okay – all right, there's a pandemic, right? So, it's you know what it's like. It's like when New York decided that they were going to get rid of they were going to get rid of the plastic bags or whatever, and charge like mm-hmm. what whatever that they charge, right? And when they started mm-hmm. when they decided to do that, I was like, what they really think this is going to make a difference? Like, uh, I go I go out to CVS or whatever, and at first I was bringing like I would bring in my book bag my book bag or whatever. But then I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I don't even buy a lot of things when I go on there. So, you know what? I'm never, I'm never taking, I'm never 
like putty punching in for a plastic bag. I could just, I can carry stuff, or if I have extra pockets, if I have a couple of things, I could just pocket them. I, like I'll never, I will never pay an extra cent, an extra cent for a plastic bag. That's ridiculous. Unless you go poop shopping. I don't know. Okay. I think they're gonna My problem even with that is it's like it, it's like the it's like kind of like one of those whatever things. But it's like yeah. but like you you talk about CVS. CVS still gives you fucking six miles of fucking receipt tape. Dude, you know that's the motherfucker. You already killed the goddamn tree. That's the funniest part about it, right? Like so many times, I'll come out of there, right? With my whatever it is, the three items, four items, maybe it's five items, and then I'll get like this huge receipt because I have the CVS card. I get all these different coupons, and like the coupon, the whole coupon is bigger than like everything that I have. It's the funniest thing, uh, I, and I don't mind getting the coupons because I, I will use if I could use some of them. I use some of them, whether it's for my nasal spray, for my allergies, or whatever. But like it's. Or sometimes you get the free free ones where you get a couple bucks off. But it's just funny. It's just funny, like yeah. you said. It's very funny. Ironic. Yeah, but CVS is an activist place anyway. Oh, right, we can't sell cigarettes. What? Okay, now you raise the price on everything else. You know what else? You know what else too? That I know like you get these emails sometimes from them. They send you these emails and. You could actually, if you, I got a 35% one, you know what? I put that 35% one right on my car. I don't even have to worry about So what I do decide that I finally need run out of nasal spray, I'm using that 35% baby on my next nasal spray that I buy. So that's going right off. It's coming right off whatever, whichever one mm-hmm. I get. <laughs> so that's good. So, so I don't have to bring in a coupon that expires. That's on the car. Yeah. It's great. Those are the best. To me, with them, it's just stupid. It's like, all right, we get it. We get it. Can't buy cigarettes here no more. Okay. But then you realize, like, now they have to raise the price and everything else because how many people used to go in there to fucking pick up a pack of smokes because it became more convenient? Oh, God. Um, Dan left us. Uh, I think the yeah, the yeah, yeah, is very different lately. He's like more observant and quiet. <laughs> oh, steam loss. I mean, oh, was he, what a West player or something? Or are you talking about Carolina? No, play tomorrow. Um, he's a big WBA no, fan. Well, I brought a McAfee, so you never know. I know West Virginia people think of McAfee still. Um, I don't So we got yep. Yeah <laughs> Yeah, a couple minutes here left um, We got Halloween, man <laughs> Like, there's nothing to do <laughs> Happy Halloween, by the way Let's be the first to wish you that um, Yeah, man, I mean what am I gonna do? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be having too much candy I'll just have dark chocolate or whatever to celebrate <laughs> so that's what I have to do. But like, also, I I did like this vote. Like, you can vote, George, on the MLB all MLB team. So I put I posted I actually put my votes in. I, I did that off my podcast. So 
just to quickly recap, um, okay. Jose Abreu, I took Abreu at first over Freddie. I went DJ at second base. I went Trey Turner at short. Although you could have got Corey Seager, you could have got uh, the kid Tim Anderson with the White Sox. There were a bunch of guys that were good candidates. I went Manny Machado at third. Uh, I went JT Robuto at catcher because he's the best catcher. I don't care what what kind of season Darnell had. I went Marcel Osuna over Nelson Cruz at DH. And my outfield was Betts, Trout, and Soto. Although there were a couple other guys who could have made a case for. And starters, I went Trevor Bauer, Shane Bieber, Jacob DeGrom, and I went Hugh Darvish, although you could have made a case for the guy on the Padres. And my relievers were Nick Anderson, who was disaster for the Rays in the bullpen because he got worn down, and Devin Williams. So that those were my picks. So I voted on that. <laughs> Just a quick recap. I, um, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely agree on JT. I, were you listening to the fan at all today? I, I listen. I, I do listen sometimes. I, I'll, I'll listen sometimes to the early show, even though it's not great, but I will listen sometimes. And I listen to I usually listen to Evan and Joe because I like them. And of course, Joe's retiring. And yeah, so I so it just depends. What, 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 I think they talked about Romuto, didn't they? Every fucking caller. Every fucking caller. Yeah, we have to sign like, Romuto. We have to sign Romuto. We have to sign Romuto. Um, oh, interesting not, quote came out. Are you ready for this one that I, I, I just said? Go ahead. Uh, Giants cornerback Logan Ryan on facing Tom Brady this Monday night. He's like the final boss of Mario, and they have hammers and cannonballs and everything else, everything going off in the game. He presents every threat to you possible. Wow. The hell of a quote. Not, not to be outdone today, Bill Belichick, best quote of the day. Have you heard what Belichick said to the reporters this morning? What did he say? Hold on. Um, hold on let me, why is this thing fucking not working now? I really don't want to fucking read Mike. I don't want to go through Mike Reese's tweet. No, for some reason, my fucking thing is not working right. Um... So the question is, if you lose this weekend, are you automatic sellers at the trade deadline? I think that's what everyone is wondering, kind of the talk radio follower. Mm-hmm. After a long pause, well, yeah, well, I guess I'll put it nicely and pass on the opportunity to get involved in talk radio. That's a really tough one for me to say no to, but I'm going to say no to talk radio questions. Thanks for asking, though. I appreciate the opportunity to get involved. <laughs> Uh, Fucking Belichick. Fucking Belichick. Why does does he have to be that way all the time? Because he doesn't want to answer stupid questions. Now, you ask them the benefits of a left-footed putter. A lot of these these reporters 
A2S stupid questions, which is why Tortorella acts the way Tortorella acts sometimes. It's like, and I'm not saying that he's right all the time, because, like, him not answering a question, like, taking questions after they got eliminated, I thought that was ridiculous. He was wrong. He was wrong on that. But mm-hmm. When they got eliminated by the Lightning in the revenge series. Yeah, I mean, look, I look at it this way too, with with with, with questions, especially like that. You know, sure. it's you know, like media members have their job to do, right? Like we all know that, we all respect that, but you also have to understand that, you know, I I go back to like the Gulf War, right when. They kept asking, like, Norman Schwarzkopf, well, what are you doing today? I'm not going to tell you that. Well, why not? Because Saddam Hussein watches CNN, too. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you can't just, like, there's certain information that you can't give out. Mm-hmm. Like, because you don't want your enemy, especially in that case, to get the information that's classified stuff. And, and, and here's the other thing that I have with with why would you answer if you're going to be sellers? Because then that makes you, if you were going to be sellers at the trade deadline, if you do get to that point, um, you're not getting value out of anybody. That's true. Yeah. Like you just you're not getting the same value you would get if you were not selling. You know the world like. knows you're selling. What's that? You know what it's like? It's like there's a hockey player, you know, during the playoffs and they have an injury. And, you know, mm-hmm. the reporter's going to ask the question, you know, what's the status of so-and-so? They can't mm-hmm. directly answer the question because you don't want to give the opponent an edge. So you don't want to give them an edge. So they're not yeah, going to the entire not... world knows what look, the entire world knows that somebody's hurt. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's a difference. there's a difference between hurt and injured. If the guy's playing hurt, everybody plays hurt during the playoffs. I mean Oh fuck like I have so much more respect for Patrice Bergeron. Like after finding out that like Marshan played with a fucking hernia and and, and I didn't even know pasta, that. wow and Pasta was playing with a fucking knee injury or something like yeah, yeah like that, that, the yeah, Bruins are I fucked at the beginning of next year. I, you know what I was when I watched him I knew that he wasn't right Pasta I didn't know I couldn't tell if Marshan because the way he skates he's such a good skater it's like I could yeah. not tell but Mark but with past Pasta. It was obvious that there was something wrong. Yeah, you got hurt fucking celebrating that overtime goal in the first round. But, you know, like, it's like, or the years where Bergeron played with, like, multitudes of injuries to the point where, like, you could just tell he wasn't right. And you're like, fuck, dude, I I give that guy more credit. You know, it's just like when – when Soupy played with, tried to play with a broken leg, like it, it, it's you've got to give those guys credit. Well, the Stars had a bunch of guys that were mm-hmm. 
especially uh, Sagan, who just couldn't hit the broads out of a barn. But at least, at least we understand that he was that why why he was so ineffective, and not that he's ever been that great a playoff performer, but still, at least it mm. made more sense. You know? It made more sense as to why. Yeah, and, 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 you know, the biggest thing with all these guys, and, um, you know, it, it's just as fans enjoy the ride. You know, like I've been screaming about this for years with the Patriots. Start enjoying the ride because you don't know when the ride's going to end. You no. know, you know uh, Joe, Joe Namath said it on the uh, Kenny Chesney um Boy, the full movie he did. And they were talking about football being a, a team game. He goes, life's a team game. You know, and, and there, you know, there's other guys that were like, we're all on this ride, and we don't know when the ride's going to end. So enjoy it when it's there. And, and the one thing I, I think, and I stressed for years with Patriot fans, there's going to come a day where Tom Brady's not your quarterback. There's going to come a day when you're not going to win 10 games every year. Yeah. Okay, you're at that. that you're at that stage now. You know, yeah. Fucking Wilson. Yeah. You know, you could do the whole Wilson Phillips hold on for one more day thing, but the fact that like it, it's funny that you would use Wilson Phillips because that has to be like a one really good song. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny you know. That you said. But, you know, holding on for that one more – like, I, I went to – like, when the Patriots had the vital flash chart, it was a nice – it was a great run. When Brady when they put his lost, house up for sale. When they lost that game the way they lost it to yourself, like, I knew Brady was done. Did you think it was over? Did you, yeah. Oh, did you, did you, oh, yeah, I did. Because that's what I thought. Watching it. That's why losing to the Eagles hurt because I thought that could have been it. Oh yeah. And then they got the and then they got the band back together for the next year. And I'm like, okay, this is it. And then you just saw the change in Belichick. You know, that contract Brady signed last year, you were like, okay, this is it. I'm not even going to fight that he's coming back next year. No, he's not. And, uh, yeah. True. But I don't want to get I, I really don't want to start it because I don't know when this whole thing's going to shut off because I was yeah. originally direct connected and everything. But um, tomorrow night, when we do this, we'll pick up this conversation. Yeah, we could pick up the conversation. I could host if you want. Yeah, whatever. Whatever's easiest. That's show for night, kids. All right, man. Have a great night, George. You too, buddy. Thanks.